The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast, in full or in part, is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. They say football is just a game. Okay, just a game, right. It's just a game that teaches the values of hard work and sacrifice. It's just a game that shows the importance of the team. A game that turns boys into men. A game that brings people together. And it's just a game that on Friday nights from August to December turns Crozier Keystone Stadium into a sea of orange and black. A game that when the lights go on turns the Marple Newtown student section into a loud 12th man known as the jungle. So yeah, for some, football is just a game. But for Marple Newtown football, it's much more. It's a game that makes memories, bonds students, and turns Friday nights into the best night of the school week. So come join us and witness the type of game football is to the Tigers family. This is the 2016 Marple Newtown Tigers on the Tigers Radio Network. Carmen Cristiano will pick it up to 50. He gets a running start. He's going to bounce off one tackler. He's going to make a move. He's down the sidelines. He is going to find his way into the end zone. What a job by Carmen Cristiano. Man, hand off the Fowler's cutting it back on the near side. And he is off to the races. 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Tigers. There goes the ghost. Doctors in the shotgun. Trips to the far side. He's going to roll. It's going to be up. It's going to be intercepted by Dino DiCamello. Pistol formation. It's going to be a handoff to Abel Hoff off the left side. Chopping his feet. He finds the corner. He's going to be in for a Tiger touchdown from 20 yards out. On the one yard line. Hell at the under center. He's going to take that quarterback sneak. He's going to drive his legs. Tigers get on the board and go back in this one. It's going to be Paoletti shotgun formation. Three wide out spread. Hoff in the backfield. It's going to be a handoff to Hoff going off the far side. He's trying to get away from CMT. And he dives into the end zone. Touchdown, Marple Newtown! Paoletti's going to take the snap, and he's going to run to the outside, and he is just going to heave it to the end zone, and Marcus Weathers comes down with it for a Tiger touchdown. Three wide receiver set. McDermott looking down the field. McEwen lays, and is intercepted by the Tigers going down the sidelines, and he is going to be tackled at the 43-yard line. Steve, who intercepted that? Did you see? That is number 86, Ryan Snyder. What a... Well, he comes out, going down the sideline, has a touchdown in the corner for Abel Hoff. 
It's going to be a play action as McDermott's looking down the field. It is intercepted. Not other than Carmen Christiana. He is having himself a ball game. Doctors going to roll out. He's going to be pressured. He's going to roll in the pocket. And coming up for his second sack of the season is Noah Turner. This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of high school football, heard exclusively on the Tigers Radio Network, is brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory, Advanced Chiropractic Center, Zenith Public Adjusters, Brynmar Glass, Home and Business Adjustment Company, DZO Mechanical, Barnaby's of Havertown, Gillen & Associates Law Firm, Anthony's at Paxson, and the Marple Newtown Football Alumni Association. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line at Crozier Keystone Stadium on the campus of Marple Newtown High School in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania, here is Dave DePasquo, Steve Reynolds, Eric DePentima, and Jim Olsman. Marple Newtown improved to 3-0 last week after an impressive 28-7 victory over Radner. Quarterback Anthony Paoletti continued to shine, airing it out for 204 yards. However, it was his legs that did most of the damage, finding the end zone three times. On the opposing sidelines are the Conestoga Pioneers, led by new head coach Marcus Weems. Weems himself is a Conestoga alum who also did a stint in the NFL. Despite his credentials, Conestoga is currently winless on the season, and are coming off a shutout shut loss to Haverford. Good evening and welcome to the Central League matchup between the Conestoga Pioneers and your Marple Newtown Tigers inside Crozier Keystone Stadium in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania. I'm alongside color commentator Steve Reynolds, sideline reporter Eric D. Pantima, and executive producer Jim Osman. I'm Dave DePasqua, and we are live as the New- Marple Newtown Tigers host the Conestoga Pioneers. Steve, Conestoga got the best Marple Newtown last year, sneaking by here with a 13-9 final score. The Tigers are hungry for a win as it is homecoming. Yeah, nothing better than coming out on homecoming in front of your home crowd to get a win, but I'll tell you what, Conestoga has had Marple Newtown's number for the past four years, I believe, but as you said in your intro, uh, Dave, Conestoga 0-3, Marple 3-0. This is a hungry team, Conestoga. New coach, going through some growing pains, they're ready to come out here tonight. This is a dangerous situation for Marple Newtown. I can't wait to see how they're going to respond to it. Marple Newtown's looking to defeat the Pioneers for the first time since 2011, Steve. That was my senior year, so now we're going way back. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so, and that's when Coach Kicking was still there, and then Coach Kicking being for two years, and, you know, it's been, so that's about uh, four years, right? Four year uh, losing streak to Connor Stoger. So, mm-hmm. on the other side, yeah, Marple Newtown, they're hungry for a win. Uh, they want to stay perfect. They're eyeing up a Central League title. Um, one game at a time, though. Conestoga's in their way tonight. This is kind of an early homecoming, only week four. But uh, they're ready to go tonight. I know that from being around them all week at practice. For the first three weeks, Marple Newtowns have an aerial attack with Paoletti launching it down the field. Last week, he was able to find the end zone three times. But it looked like Marple Newtown was adjusting as the game progressed after Luke Lazowicki went down. Yeah, big Luke out of the lineup. You have some guys to fill in, uh, Kevin Hahn. Some reshuffling on the O-line. You're going to have some issues, but especially Radner, I think they blitz about 95% of the time. They mm-hmm. had a great game plan on defense. Unfortunately, they still gave up 28 points. 
But, um, you know, the offensive line, as the game went on, they were a lot better in the second half picking up those blitzes. So that was a good test for them uh, with a new offensive line there picking up blitzes. There's nothing harder than picking up stunts and blitzes. So mm-hmm. I expect them to be much better tonight. But it's going to be a key to give Paoletti some time. Eric, our man, down on the sidelines. Beautiful night for football. Well, I mean, compared to last week, it was 97. Now we got about 75, and it's no humidity. So it's, it's absolutely beautiful uh, night for football here. And I'm very comfortable tonight on the sidelines, that's for sure. How's it look in the stands? I know it's homecoming. People are still starting to trickle in, but you got a whole bunch. you got the band. you got the players still on the field. It's great atmosphere. Yeah, it looks good so far. Um, you know, we got our choir here on the field. They'll be doing the national anthem, so that will be a nice thing for our listeners out there to listen to while we put that on our broadcast and uh it's not a heavy crowd so far but you know we still got about 15 20 minutes to kick off so we'll see how that plays out but uh expect a big crowd here for homecoming here at crozier keystone thank you eric as marple newtown has been clicking on all cylinders on offense but defensively they've been led by aj katrakata's 15 tackles alongside him with the same amount is cooper moss who's having himself a tremendous season so far yeah, Cooper's having a great season. We've talked, we hit on him a couple times last week about his size. A small guy, but he's quick off the line, and he causes havoc for the centers, guards, and tackles for the opposing side of the offensive line. So, I could, I expect him to continue his, his success. Uh, I believe he had eight tackles last week, a few tackles for a loss, um, but he's going to be big, and I'm sure Conestoga saw him on film. That's going to be a big game plan. And we've also, uh, it was actually one of our key profiles tonight, uh, Dave. And Cooper, uh, you know, coming in his first year, really being a key contributor on defense, a starter. And he's been given a lot of fits to uh, the opposing team, as I said. But I interviewed him. I said, what or who do you uh, give your early uh, give credit to for your early dominance on the defensive line? And he said uh, three coaches, Harry Gicking, Coach Willard and Coach Crooks uh, for giving him the guidance and the opportunity to play D-line. He said, all I need is that opportunity, and I was mm-hmm. going to make the most of it. And he really has in the first three games. And then I said, with Coach Kicking always preaching community, what does it mean to play in front of your teachers and peers, especially on homecoming? Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, the Emlyn community is great, big family. Um, playing in front of the peers, teachers, and family is a great feeling every Friday night. I'm really enjoying playing for Coach Kicking because he's always preaching community, community, community. And this is really a... This football team's a big family, and they extend it out to everybody else in this community. So, again, Cooper Moss has been having a great season. I expect him to continue it tonight. It's hard to believe, but Conestoga, through their first three games, has not been able to find the end zone. They only have three points offensively. Defensively, they're going to try and hold this Marple Newtown attack, but they're going to try and put points on the board, led by junior quarterback Mike Malarkey. Yeah, Malarkey, I mean, again, they're hungry to get some points. Um, Good quarterback. Um, he's got a, a big offensive line. They have some size on there. They just have to continue to give him some protection, but they have to find an identity. Again, first-year head coach, um, it's going to take some time. It's only game three, so it can take mm-hmm. up to a whole season. But I expect them to make some strides tonight. Whether they win the game or not, um, I think at this point, uh, I'm, I'm not a big believer in moral victories, um, but at this, you know, at, at this level, anything under, under you know, you, you think of moral victories at peewee level and all, but varsity football, you got to get wins. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're based off your wins. And uh, but you know, zero and three team, it's kinda you got to work with these moral victories. And if they can, you know, do some good things, not turn over the ball, win the field position battle, mm-hmm. baby steps at a time, then this team will, you know, eventually be where they want to be. 
Absolutely. He's a big guy himself. He's six foot five and he can throw the ball down the field. We saw it last week on film. He can throw the ball 60 yards down the field. He has the arm to do it. And he's going to be throwing to number two, Dante Gathers, a senior. Yeah, and, and Conestoga has always produced receivers. I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but they've always, always produced receivers. Um, coach Jack uh, Young has come over there to receiver coach at Conestoga. Now we're fortunate to have him at Marple. Um, but, you know, he's a great player. I mean, you can go down the list of Conestoga receivers. Absolutely. They always give Marple Newtown problems. Not that Marple Newtown is bad corners. It's just the athlete and, you know, just the way they're taught at Conestoga, mm-hmm. the receiver position is phenomenal. And he's a great player, and I expect him to, you know, have some big catches tonight. I feel like Conestoga every year has a six foot two and taller wide receiver that can just loft the ball down the field. Gathers himself is six foot two, so they have size and they got the speed on the outside. We see if they're able to produce, produce tonight. But offensively for Marple Newtown, Cameron Mathis, he has twelve receptions on the season, two hundred and thirty-eight yards. That's second most in Delco. Yeah, and he's been a big uh, target this year for Paoletti, uh, filling in for all Delco um, player Abel Hoff. You know, a lot of people had questions. How are they going to, you know, respond here? And people see uh, Marple Newtown's leading the county in uh, yards per game, over 320 yards per game. A lot of people think that's a little, you know, what's going on here? They just they lost uh, Weathers, they lost mm-hmm. Hoff, they lost a lot of players. But Marple Newtown's been a great job. I mean, the big part's the Paoletti. I mean, he's been doing a great Absolutely. job. He's improved tremendously from last year to this year in his throwing. But uh, Kyra Mathis has done a great job in stepping in for uh, the guys they lost. Additionally, Carmen Christiana as well. He's a returner. He's a senior, and he's a senior captain. Car- you know, I love Carmen. Nothing. He's, he's a, a football player. He's a football player, I like to say. Um, and you just know this kid knows football. and He's the second player profile that uh, we've uh, done this week. And I've asked him a few questions. The first was, uh, what has been the biggest part of this team's success this far uh, in the season? And what do you think that you guys have to improve on to keep the success going? He said the older guys have been stepping up, but the younger players have been stepping up as well, filling the gaps from the players they lost last year. And we've been getting better through our practice every week, and we just have to keep our focus and play hard to keep our undefeated record in our goal to winning a Central League title. Um, and number two, I asked him, and I know you guys will appreciate this, Eric and Dave. Last season, I said, you know, you were put about halfway through, he was put back at punt returner. I said, take us through that punt return versus Upper Moreland. What was going through mm-hmm. your mind? He said he had a great group of guys in front of him blocking while he caught the ball. Uh, he broke a couple tackles, made a cut, and then he saw the end zone. And all he was thinking about is don't get caught, don't get caught, and he, he scored. So um, two great kids I interviewed, Cooper Moss Sr., and senior captain Carmen Christiana having huge seasons, and they're going to be big, a big, big part if Marple Newtown wants to continue the success to try to, uh, you know, be on top of the Central League. Do a great job every week. That's Steve Round with the player profiles for tonight. Eric, who is one player Marple Newtown has to keep an eye on in order to shut them down? You know, I was keen in on a guy on film defensively for Conestoga, number 51, Matt Dempsey. He's a defensive end primarily, and I know this is a long shot for us Marple Newtown guys, but I think he drew comparisons to Noah Turner out there from last year for us. Okay. You know, he attacks the quarterback. He attacks the line. I mean, he gets in there pretty quickly, and he's big. He's a big guy. Uh, he's over six foot tall, and uh, he's a pretty good athlete. So he's a guy that you got to watch out for, especially not having Luke on the line tonight to block mm-hmm. him or, or whatever um, would be huge. So I think he's the kind of guy that – that's going to have a big game for Conestoga tonight here. 
My player to watch is the quarterback. You have Malarkey, six foot five, big arm. They run primarily out of the eye. They have that play action and go deep down the field to gathers. Yeah, and that's like, mine was going to be gathers. I mean, we hit on it earlier. Uh, just another receiver that they have um, in their repertoire. But again, they're going to keep. They're going to establish the run. And you said they're in that eye formation. They're going to hurt you on play action. So Marlboro Newtown's back four. The corners and safeties have, you know, they can't bite. They have to stay home. And um, as Eric said, I mean, that's high praise comparing some of the Noah Turner. But I did see that on film. Um, Noah Turner, one of my favorite players here at Marple Newtown, now at Chippensburg. But uh, Marple Newtown again, second week without Big Luke, Luke Lazowicki. Um, he'll be back in a couple weeks, but uh, they have to stay together. They have to mold as a team. And I think last week was a huge test. And I, I hope they're ready tonight. Thank you, Steve. We're going to step aside here. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. The Philly Pretzel Factory is home of the real Philadelphia pretzel. Whether it's for a sporting event, a party, or a quick snack, you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver an authentic, high-quality, and great-tasting pretzel at a great value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Balsam, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete listing of locations. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. If you suffer from back or neck pain, injury or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over 15 years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current techniques to help manage your pain. To address your back and neck-related pain or injuries, call the Advanced Chiropractic Center today at 610-356-2300 or visit DrTomGraziano.com and tell them the Tigers Radio Network sent you. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Welcome back to MarpleNewtownFootball.com as the Tigers take the field. The Conestoga Band, who's doing a great job, is still on it. So they're still performing as the Tigers come out. So they're waiting in the end zone. They're wearing their orange helmets and their black uniforms, Steve. you got to love the black unis. Yep, Tigers are out. I love the orange helmet look. Second year with uh, them rocking that, but... Mm-hmm. Now they're ready to go waiting for Conestoga's band to get off the field, doing a great job out there. But it's homecoming. Still not uh, too big of a crowd yet, but we know as this. As it'll this, fill in. Yeah, it'll fill in. At halftime, always go out in the booth, and the whole practice field is filled with cars. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's going uh, to get packed here soon. It's great to see lo- alums. You see guys that you graduated with, Steve. I graduate. You see former teachers. I saw Hannon down there. He's still running that student council as they have the homecoming court later on at halftime. So it's great to see everybody coming out. As the Tigers take the field, all time the Tigers have been defeated by the Pioneers. They're down 16-32 to 32 all time. So that's not great, but historically, Marple Newtown's got to take that out of their mind and just focus on tonight. Still three minutes till kickoff as we're still filling in. They still have to do the coin toss that we're going to have the anthem provided by the choir. That'd be a nice touch. We don't get that every week. No. But there's homecoming festivities tonight. 
We'll have homecoming king announced at halftime. But when it all comes down to it, we got a football game to play. Marple Conestoga. Marple trying to extend their record 4-0. Marple Newtown won 4-0 last year. They eventually went 6-0 before their first loss. Which was to Conestoga at home on homecoming. Mm -hmm. But it was only a four-point loss. And you have to think, the players are thinking about... We have to train better this week because we don't want Conestoga to beat us two years in a row. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, these seniors have, haven't beat Conestoga yet. They want to beat them. So I, I know they're ready to go. Conestoga takes the field. They're maroon in white uniforms. I like it, Steve. I can read the numbers. Yeah, <laughs> for us up here in the booth, it, it, it does help to uh, be able to read those numbers. All right. As they take the field, Eric, you're going to sit down there. Your key to the game. You know, my biggest key is avoid the letdown. You know, uh, Conestoga's coming in, kind of rebuilding, 0-3, haven't really put up much offense. But, you know, that's Coach Gicking's former school. You know, you know Conestoga's going to come in hungry. You know Marple Newtown's going to come in hungry, but you got to avoid the letdown because I know they had a big letdown versus squad last year. So that's my biggest key, and let's hope for a good game, gentlemen. Steve, I'm looking at turnovers. Paoletti cannot turn the ball over, especially on offense, as it's going to be a defensive matchup. He only has two picks on the season, but it's been the fumbles. Is whether it's Paoletti taking care of the ball or Weathers or Fallow, uh, Fallows. Yeah, my big thing, again, I hit on it earlier, is the offensive line. They have to mold. They have to give Paoletti time to do his thing back there. We know what kind of arm he has. He leads the county in passing yards uh, per game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you give him time, he's going to find his targets. Luke Cantwell, Dylan Tui, Christiana, Dolgarian, Mathis. There's a slew of them. And then, oh, by the way, the two guys in the backfield, Fallows and Weathers, who've been at it for you know their second year in a row. Mm-hmm. And we'll see if they get more involved tonight. They didn't have a big carry game last week uh, in terms of carrying the ball and yards. So we'll see if they get involved a little bit. But, again, this offense is so versatile. You know, mm-hmm. They can run it. They're 50-50 with running and passing. So you know, they, they can come at you from any angle. Alfred the Tigers for the captain's toss is Paoletti. Lazawicki, Mathis, and Carmen Christiana. Conestoga will receive the ball to begin this game. Tigers will kick the ball off. We are going to send it down to Eric in a moment to play the national anthem. At this time, I'll ask you to please rise, move your caps to honor America for the singing.
Thank you, Eric. Is the choir does such a phenomenal job every year, Steve? Yep, great job there, led by uh, Mr. Vogel. Siverdelli in the kick. This one away for the Tigers. Back to return for the Pioneers. Number four, Nicholas Cost. Alongside him is Christopher Condi. Beautiful night for football, Steve, as we're about to be underway. Complete 360 from last week, especially in the booth. <laughs> we don't need the eight fans. Nope. But there is some wind because referee is holding the ball, it appears. Or is he just tying his shoe? It looked like he was tying his shoe. Yeah, he's tying his shoe right next to the ball. Well, we're going to start on defense again. Been doing that a lot this season. I like it. Set the tone early. Siverdelli gets the signal. And we are set for football here on Friday night. It is a high kick. It's going to be returnable from the five-yard line for Condi. He's going to go off the right side and be walloped by three Tigers. They're going to mark him down at the 19. And one of them is Cooper Moss as well as Nick DiCrecchio. Great job by the kick return team to cover that. The defense takes over here. Pioneer drive will start with 11.52 on the clock. Ball is spotted on the 19. First down and 10 for junior quarterback Mike Molarkey. Comes out under center, two wide receivers. Molarkey's going to drop back the pass. Moss applies the pressure, and it is going to be blown up. It's going to be incomplete. Intended for number 32. They try to set up a little screen there to their uh, running back. It's number 32, Ronin Carter. He's actually their up back, their full back there. They're in a little offset eye formation. But a good job by that linebacker crew. Looks like Tommy Long was one of the linebackers in there to draw the ball loose. Incomplete pass. Incomplete sets up second down and 10 from the 19. Malarkey under center, eye formation. It's going to be a handoff to the tailback, who's going to be tackled by Dolgarian and company. Great job by Dash Dolgarian to set the edge, stay home, come in and make the tackle. Marlboro Town Stevens doing a great job tackling. Um, Howard kicking ever since he's been here. I mean, that's one of the things he's been instilling, tackling, tackling, gang tackling, whatever it is. But Marlboro Town has been short tacklers thus far this season. Great to see. On the carry was number 26, Milton Robinson. He gained four to set up third down and six from the 23. Early in this one, 11 minutes to go, as it is homecoming here for Marple Newtown and Crozier Keystone Stadium. 
Malarkey under center, split backs. He's looking to his right. Good protection. It's going to be caught by Gathers, knocked out of bounds. Depends on the spot. They're going to mark him down at the 29. That's going to be six yards. It's right at the sticks. And they mark first down. So it will be a first down off the reception. Nice little out route there by Gathers. Him and Larkey look like they're on the same page early. He's his favorite target this far this season. And great job there to connect on third down. First down and 10 from the 29. Larkey in the eye. Uses the hard count and gets Marple Newtown to jump. That was a good job by him, I believe, Eric. Yeah, it looked like uh, Marple jumped before uh, the offensive line went. They're going to call a neutral zone, I believe. And indeed it is. That will give the Pioneers a free five yards. First down and five from the 28. Got to watch the ball if you're up front. Not the worst penalty this early in the game. I mean, there's a front four are hungry to get after the quarterback, so you'll take it this early, but you got to clean it up as the game goes on. Excuse me, that's from the 34-yard line. First down and five for the Pioneers. Malarkey. It's going to be a handoff. 26, who weaves his way for a first down. Robinson did a good job going off tackle. Nice little counter play there in the I formation. Malarkey hands it off to the running back. As you said, Dave does a great job. And Cameron, or Carmen Christiani, excuse me, comes in and makes a tackle from the safety position. Six-yard carry for Robinson gives him a fresh set of downs from the 40-yard line here. First down and 10 for Malarkey comes out in the eye once again. Quick snap is going to go to the up back this time, and he is going to make a few Tigers miss. Good job by him. Number 32 was able to weave his way to the 45. That's Ronan Carter, guys. Their fullback, fullback dive there. They went to him early on the first play to try to get a screen, uh, which was unsuccessful. This time they give him the ball on first down, so... You know, you take five, you'll take five yards on first down. Great job by him as Kevin Rankin comes in and makes a tackle. Absolutely. Second down and five. They are marching down the field. Larkey in the eye. Gathers the lone wide receiver to the near side. It's going to go back to Robinson, and he is going to be thrown down in the backfield to set up nearly a loss. Good job by the Tigers. A.J. Kajikotsi, as Dave mentioned, leading tackler with his 16th tackle of the season right there, comes in from the linebacker position, runs downhill, and makes a tackle on Robinson. They say no gain on the play. It will make it third down and five from the 45. 8.30 to go in the first quarter. Kyle Tobin checks in for Anthony Goodman. Some fresh legs on third down. Playbook's open here. Got five yards to go. I expect Conestoga to try to put some, put it in the air. Watch that little out route or comeback route. Uh, two gathers on the outside. Play is called dead by the referee. 
and it's going to be a delay of game. That's a huge call, so that will back them up to the 40. Third down and 10 now, Steve. First time I've seen that call all season long, but Conestoga has been taking a while in the huddle. Um, again, first-year head coach, trying to get the plays in. Um, didn't think it was a delay game, but the ref, ref threw the flag there. Marlboro 10 will take it. Third down and 10, Malarkey. He's getting a pressure in his face, nearly, nearly intercepted. Number 16 of the Tigers was in the vicinity. That is Cameron Nathis. There goes Kyle Tobin. Had a huge game last week. A couple sacks. This time he comes in, fresh legs on third down, and gets great pressure on Malarkey as he throws an incomplete pass. Marple Newtown will get the ball back. Fourth down and ten. Checking in to kick this one away is number 99, Charles McCarthy. Farming Christian to return for the Tigers. Clean snap, clean punt, uh, a squib. Carmen Christian is going to take it off a hop from the 25. He's going to get a block, and he's going to go down the sideline. Carmen Christian is past the 50 and knocked out of bounds. Good job by Carmen Christian to be spotted at the 41-yard line of the Pioneers. He's a natural back there, gets the ball off a hop, doesn't panic at all, and take it to the sideline, does a great job of reading his blocks and uses some speed to get the edge. Great return, great starting field position for Anthony Paoletti in this offense for the first time tonight. Tigers come out, first down and 10 from the 41 with 8.04 on the clock in the first quarter. Paoletti comes out, pistol formation, four wide receivers. Fowlers the back. Marlon Weathers in motion. It's going to be a jet sweep to the outside. He's going to lose yards. He's going to get ahead of steam. But he is going to be stacked up by a group of pioneers behind the line of scrimmage. That's going to be a loss of about three. Great edge defense there by Conestoga. They do a great job of fighting across the body of the offensive lineman. Offensive lineman on jet stretches, told to you know, reach the defender. But Conestoga does a good job of getting in the backfield and making the play. It's a different look. Marlon Weathers this time lined up in the slot. So Conestoga might have seen that coming in. But it's a possible setup for later on. Loss of two, second down and 12 from the 43. Same formation, four wide receivers for Paoletti. Weathers comes in motion from the other side. This time it's a trick play, three laddles, and Paoletti, he's it down the field, and it is going to be caught by Dash Golgarian in the end zone. Wow, what a play. That was a double reverse back to Paoletti. So, as you said, right on cue, set it up. They set it up the second play of the game. You get Marlon Weathers on the jet sweep. He pitches it back. I'm not sure who got it, who then pitched it back to Paoletti and had a shrieking man down the seam, which was Dash Dolgarian. Beautifully thrown ball, beautiful route, beautiful blocking up front. Great job by the Tigers to strike early. 43-yard connection for Paoletti to Dolgarian. Philman's kick is up. And it is good. He's perfect on the air. Tigers take a 7 to nothing lead here early. 7.09 on the clock. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers. Coach Gicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, If you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. 
Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. Marble Newtown Drive goes for a minute 05. Ends with a 43-yard connection. Paoletti to, to Dolgarian. In the punt to kick this one away is Siverdelli. That is bombed and is going to be caught by Nicholas Cost at the 10-yard line. He's still on his feet. He's going to bounce his way to about the 30. Good job by him. Yeah, nice return there. As Kyle Tobin, number 70, forces him out, the junior. Going back to that last play, I mean, that was excellent execution there, and it, it kind of gives me a little flashback to when Dick was on the other side, Conestoga, and I'm on the sideline, and he runs these trick plays. I'll never forget, I think it was back in 06, that he ran a similar play to that for a touchdown to win mm-hmm. the game. So Coach Dick is always good for a trick play up his sleeve. 6.57 to begin this drive for the Pioneers from the 30-yard line. First down and 10. Malarkey comes out. Twin backs. Malarkey's going to look to his right. Getting pressure. He's going to roll out of the pocket and throw back. And it's going to be caught by Gathers. He's going to be down at the 38. 8-yard connection. Great job there by Malarkey. Keep the play alive. Throws across his body to the middle of the field. As uh, his wide receiver, Dante Gathers, does a great job of keeping the play alive, too. Runs his route. Nothing open. Then he crosses to an open spot in the field and uh, gets a reception for an eight-yard game. Second down and two from their own 38-yard line. Eye formation for Conestoga. That's going to be a handoff to Robinson, and he is going to be hit at the line of scrimmage. Good job by the Tigers defensively up front. Great job on second and short. Good job stringing out that play and making the tackle. Looks like Katra Katsis and others were in on the tackler, but another big third down here for Conestoga's offense. No gain on the play. Sets up third down and two. Six minutes to go here in the first quarter. Marple Newtown on top, seven to nothing. Conestoga one for two so far on third down. Malarkey comes out in the eye. Robinson in the back, and that's where it'll go. He is going to run up the gut, and it appears to be short. Eric, I believe he's a yard short. Yeah, he looks to be short right now. Referees are coming out to spot it right now. It's close, but, yeah, fourth down. Going to be fourth down and, and short, fourth and about uh, less than a yard. It's going to be interesting. as you see. Fourth down and inches, Steve. Looks like they're going for it, though. Milton Robinson, the running back, tells the punt team to stay on the sideline as Coach Weeks gives a play to Malarkey. Aggressive play call here. I mean, hey, you haven't scored many points. all se- You haven't scored a touchdown all season long. Why not? Former running back, most likely it's going to the tailback. We'll see here. Fourth down in inches, Malarkey under center. He's six foot five. Hard count, and that's where it will go. It's going to be a quarterback sneak, and it appears that he got enough for the first down. Yep, he didn't need much. Probably less than a yard there. Nice hard count. Tigers do a great job of not jumping, but Malarkey goes behind his offensive line for the first down. He lunged forward to the 41. That's going to be a gain of two and another Pioneer first down. They've controlled much of the clock here early on. Yeah, we only two plays. I mean, scoreboard 7-0 Tigers, uh, but 
Conestoga has done a great job uh, keeping their drives alive. First down and 10 from the 41. 4.30 to go here in Cruiser Keystone Stadium. Malarkey under center. Three wide receivers. It's going to be a play action. Marple Newtown applying pressure. It's going to be launched down the field that gathers number 16 of the Tigers and Mathis in on the coverage. There's a little boot right there by Malarkey. As he tries to go deep to Gathers, but great coverage by Cameron Mathis there. He ran hip-to-hip with Gathers. Wait a second, put his hands in the air. And it was incomplete, so great coverage there by Mathis. Incomplete pass makes it second down and 10 from their own 41-yard line. And that's what this run does. I mean, they've gone with stretches, isos, fullback dives, and it sets up these play-action passes to their big target Gathers. Split backs for Malarkey. He's going to look to his right, Marple Newtown in his face, and he's going to throw it out of bounds. Closest wide receiver in the vicinity was Gathers. Kyle Tobin, great pressure. and That's an offensive tackle's nightmare, quarterback's nightmare, Kyle Tobin, number 70. Mm-hmm. He had a great week last week, Steve. He was the player of the week. Yeah, a couple sacks, a couple tackles for losses, and he does a great job there on second down and 10 to get his hand in the face of Malarkey for a bad throw. Consecutive. Two incompletions sets up third down and 10. 4.08 here in the first quarter. Marple Newtown connected. Paoletti to Dolgarian in the air to give them a 7-0 lead. Empty back. Malarkey. Shotgun. Five wide receivers. Now Robinson decides to go behind him. Makes it a pistol formation. Malarkey is going to look and he's going to throw it. And it's going to be caught by number six but short of the sticks. Brandell is able to reel it in, but it's going to make up fourth down and imaginable. They're going to mark it down at their own 49-yard line. Eight-yard connection. Nice out route there by Brandell. Marky has a nice arm. Throws it towards the sideline and makes a nice completion. But, again, fourth down and two. Looks like Connoisseur is going to stay on the field. And, again, I say, why not? Fourth down and two from their own 49. Checking into the game was number 32. That's Carter, the up-back. Converted on fourth down a couple plays ago. Two wide receivers, eye formation for Malarkey. It's going to be a play action, and it's going to be a boot. Caught by number 21 for Ninnis, but he is going to be blown up. What a good job by the Tigers. That appears to be Carmen Christiana in on the stop. Carmen Christiana, an excellent tackle in the, in the open field. Uh, but that was a great play design there by Conestoga. Boot pass, get your guy out in the flat. He was wide open, but Karma Cristiano from the safety position comes up and makes an absolute beautiful tackle at the legs. And that's where you got to make that tackle with a big player who only needs a two yards to get the first down. Mm-hmm. But a great job there. Turnover on downs, Marple's ball. Pioneer, Pioneer's only got one yard on the reception, so the Tigers will start at the 50. 3.08 to begin their second drive. Tigers are going to have to burn a timeout after some confusion. We're going to step aside. Tigers on top, 7 nothing, 308 here in the first quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network. If you love Philadelphia sports and good food, then there's no better place to catch a game than Barnaby's of America in Havertown. Located off the Broomall Havertown exit of the Blue Route, Barnaby's is the place to be for the big game. You can enjoy dinner in their dining room or grab appetizers on the enclosed deck 
or even head downstairs for a night of dancing and arcade games. You can even book your next event at Barnaby's of America in Havertown and take advantage of their party specials. So for sports, food, and a great experience, stop by Barnaby's of America in Havertown today. Welcome back. Dash Dolgarian picked up his first touchdown of the season last drive from 43 yards out. Defensively, the Tigers are doing a good job. Time possessions way in favor of the Pioneers. Yeah, Marvel's doing a great job on defense, uh, forcing Conestoga one, one for four on third down. But Conestoga has been keeping plays alive, one for two on fourth down conversion. Just turned the ball over, though, on downs as Paoletti will come back out. Last drive lasted just two plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you said, with that touchdown, ending with the touchdown reception to Dolgarian. First down and 10 from the 50. Drive begins with 3.08 here in the first quarter. Paoletti looks to his left. He's going to come back over the middle. It's caught by Dolgarian, and he is going to walk into the end zone. His second of the day, this time from 50 yards out. Great protection up front by Marple Newtown. Paoletti has eternity to throw that ball. Dolgarian runs a beautiful route. And it looks like the defender fell down there. I don't even know if it would have mattered if he didn't fall down. Dolgarian had nothing but green in front of him. Great execution. Three plays, two touchdowns, two touchdowns for Marple Newtown. In the kick to extra point is Riley Philman out of a Carmen Christiana hold. That was Paoletti to Dolgarian. 50 yards out to give the Tigers now a 14 to nothing lead as about 10 seconds ran out the clock. We are going to step aside here. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. For 30 years, Gillen & Associates, located in Media, Pennsylvania, has provided clients in Delaware County and the Philadelphia area with a wide range of legal services. So if you are in need of legal assistance, Dave DePasqua at Gillen & Associates is at your service. Dave is a Newtown Square resident and can serve your legal needs with concentrations in estate administration, estate planning, and civil litigation. To schedule a free consultation, call 610-565-2211. That's 610-565-2211. Welcome back. Eric, down on the sidelines. Three plays, two touchdowns. They have to be ecstatic. Oh, my God. You, you think Paoletti and Dash worked on some things in practice or what, man? They're just <laughs> connecting. Yeah, nice, nice play. The defender fell there, but still, like Steve said, I mean, he still had a lot of green open land there to, to run it in. So, hey. Quick touchdowns are good, but this defense might, from Marple Newton might get a little tired out, though. Civerdelli in the boot this one away. It's going to be a high kick. It's going to be returnable for Cost from the four-yard line. He's going to go off the far side, and Tobin's able to dive and push him out of bounds. Good job. He's been a special team's nightmare for teams. Yes, he has. And Defensively, too. And compared to the first two games of the season, Marple Newton's done a great job on that kick coverage as Conestoga is going to start the 27 yard line nice little thing down on the field there bunch of uh, little kids surrounding Anthony Paoletti guy they look up to mm-hmm. great to see yeah so they're jumping on him you know, be careful <laughs> guys yeah. Pioneer Drive, 248 here in the first quarter. First down and 10 from the 27. Pistol formation for Malarkey, it's going to go to Robinson he is going to be walloped in the backfield that's Mike Miller coming in from the defensive end position, unblocked, squeezes down and makes an outstanding tackle there in the backfield for the Tigers' defense. So Miller gets the stop. It's going to be a loss of two on the play, second down and 12 from the 25. 
Good start to homecoming for the Tigers. Can't beat this. 14-0 on three plays. No arguments here if you're a Tiger fan. Malarkey comes out. Shotgun. He's going to look to his right, and he's going to throw in that direction. Intended for number five in Condi. He's going to be hit by a few Tigers. Good job up front. Looks like number six for the Tigers, Luke Cantwell, in on the coverage there for the Tigers' defense. Third down and 12 from the 25, 2.05 here in the first quarter. Steve, there's about seven junior Tigers down there just surrounding Paoletti. They must be loving this opportunity to be on the sidelines. This is a community theme, family theme that Coach Gickin's been preaching for three years. Larky in the pistol, four wide receivers, Robinson behind him. Clean snap. And it's going to be intended for number six, and Brandell, who dropped it, going across the middle. Brandell had some green in front of him on the crossing route. Had a few defenders beat, but just a case of not looking the ball in, and that's going to hurt Conestoga, and they're going to have to punt fourth and long. In the punt, this one away for the Pioneers, number 99, Charles McCarthy. The return for the Tigers standing at the 44-yard line is Carmen Christiana. Two minutes to go in the first quarter. Clean snap. McCarthy is a wobbler. It's just going to roll and take a pioneer bounce. It's going to be returnable for the 38 for Carmen Christiana, who had three pioneers standing in front of him. So this drive will begin at the 40-yard line, 148 on the clock. Carmen Christiana, again, it's just a natural back there. I can try to explain it to our listeners, but you really had to say it. I mean, he catched it about three to four guys in front of him. Instead of trying to run to the side, he knows he can't get anything. Kind of just puts his shoulder down and gets what he can about a yard there. So very smart player back there uh, for Marple Town to have. For fans just tuning in, first play of the game was a loss of yard for Marlon Weathers. Next two, two touchdown passes to Dash Dolgaring. First down and 10 from the 40. 148 on the clock. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers up the gut. He makes one man miss. He's going to step out one defender, and he's going to be tackled down at the 49. Good job to bounce back. Split back formation there, as Dave said. This time a counter. Fake to Fallows. Hands it off to Marlon Weathers. He gets nine yards there on the first down carry. Second down and one from their own 49. Checking into the game is Riley Philman alongside Mathis. Paletti shotgun formation, two backs in Fallos and Weathers. About four players jump. I believe that's going to be an infraction on the Tigers, Eric. Yeah, offensive line jump there for the Tigers. It's going to be going to back them up five yards. Let's let's wait for the call. Yep, false start. Backing them up five yards. It's going to be second and six. Thank you, Eric. As Back it up five yards. That can be on the 44-yard line. Second down and six to go with one minute remaining in the first quarter. Tigers on top. Two touchdown passes from Paoletti to give the Tigers an early 14 to nothing lead. Three wide receivers. Second down and six. Filming in the slot. Clean snap. Fake the Fallows who does a good job. And he is going to launch it. Intended. For Mathis, who was pushed out of bounds. No flag on the play, though. 
good coverage there by Sean Bally, the junior cornerback. Little little push in there, um, but ref let that one go there. I think it was a good no call. Just ball over sails. Do the safety the over the top as well. Bulgarian checks in. Checking out of the game is Dylan Tui. And those first deep touchdowns should create some more open routes across the middle, little shallow routes, because now the defensive coordinator is saying nothing behind you if you're Conestoga. They're down in six from the 44, 36 seconds remaining. Filman goes in motion to make it trips. Paletti is going to throw a screen to Carmen Christian and makes one man miss. He's got one blocker down the field. He's going to go down the sidelines. He's going to make another man miss and be dragged out at the 25. Good job, but there is laundry on the field at down the field, so it could be a, a flag and be coming back, I believe, Eric. Yeah, it could have been a block in the back on Marple there. One of their, one of their guys. But I believe that... The We're flag is going to be after the first down. So it's going to be for a new set of downs, but it's just going to bring the play back. A legal block in the back. So I believe that's first down Tigers, though, off the play, correct, Steve? Yeah, it's it's a first down. It's 10 yards from the spot of the foul. That was about 20 yards down past the first down marker. So the ball is going to be spotted on the 47-yard line. That negates about 20 yards on the play. Great job there. It's a hammer screen to Carmen Christiana. He loops back in from the outside wide receiver position. First down and 10 from the 47, 15 seconds remaining. It's going to be a handoff to Fallos, who's going to be hit in the backfield. He's going to chop his legs and get no gain on the play, and that will do it for the first quarter. Marple Newtown up early here in Crozier Keystone Stadium, 14 to nothing. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Some people say it's hard to find good help today. When you have fire, water, or wind damage to your house, help is as easy as a phone call to home and business adjustment, where you can find good help. You'll rarely hear the words, it's not covered, or we can't pay for that. At Home and Business Adjustment, we get you good money for good loss. When bad things happen to a building that you own, call 610-356-1344. And remember, if you have a fire, I'm the guy to hire at Home and Business Adjustment, 610-356-1344. Searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. Privately owned, DZO offers residential and commercial services in heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has proudly served the Delaware County and Tri-State area, offering customers great service at fair rates. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or online at www.dzomechanical.com. First quarter recap, Marple Newtown, 43 yards to Dolgarian on the second play of the game. Then they follow that up with a 50-yard strike to Dolgarian. Second quarter underway, second down and 10 for Paoletti. He's going to throw it intended for number 16 and Mathis nearly intercepted. Intercepted by number 25, Corey Nolan. Ball just sails on Paoletti there. He had Mathis wide open there, just uh, high, and that ball could have been intercepted there. Fortunately not. And it's going to bring up third down and 10 for the Tigers' offense. 
11.53 to begin this second quarter. Paoletti has a pair of touchdown passes. They're trying to get the ground game going. Third down and 10 from the 47. Pistol formation. Mathis and Philman, the two wide receivers on the near side. They put Dolgari in a motion to make it trips. Man moves, no call. Paoletti's just going to dump it on a hammer screen to Mathis, who's going to run into a defender at the 45. So that's going to be a gain of two, but that couldn't have been more if he didn't run into his lineman. Yeah, it looked like he had some room there, but not sure what happened there. Good job by that defense. Marbury Town runs that hammer screen again. This time, Conor is waiting for it, and they're going to keep their offense out here on fourth down and eight. From their own 45-yard line, Paoletti gets ready as the Tigers on top. 14 to nothing, so they figure good field position. Don't try to pin them. Trip formation to the near side. Empty backfield for Paoletti. Paoletti looking, looking. He's going to step up in the pocket, and he's going to make one man miss, but not another. He is going to be sacked. It's going to be a loss of two on the play. Turnover on downs here with 11 minutes to go in the second quarter. That can't happen if you're the Tigers' own lineman. It looked like they only sent four guys. You have five down linemen. you got to, you know, pick up that and give your quarterback some time there. Paletti tries to step up to avoid some pressure, but eventually is brought down by a slew of pioneer tacklers. But isn't that the problem when you have five wide receivers? You know you can pin back your ears and go. Hey, yeah, if you're the D lineman, you're licking your chops there, but... As an offensive lineman, you got to uh, be able to pick that up with only four coming, and you have five linemen. Pioneers take over on the Tigers' 40 on their own 46-yard line. 11 minutes here in the second quarter. As there's a timeout, we're going to step aside. Marple Newtown on top, 14 nothing. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has you covered. Located at Paxson Hollow Country Club in Broomall, Anthony's at Paxson offers a great menu in a family-friendly environment with beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club from their patio deck. For reservations, call Anthony's at Paxson today at 610-353-0220, extension 3, or visit www.anthonysatpaxson.com. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Marple Newtown looking to defeat the Pioneers for the first time since 2011. First down and 10 for the Conestoga Pioneers as they just burned the timeout. They go four wide receivers to the far side. One wide receiver to the near side. Empty backfield. Now man goes in motion. The pistol formation for number 11. That's Bailey behind him. Brandell's the quarterback. And the Tigers are not surprised as number 44 and Moss makes the play behind the line of scrimmage. Loss of three. Great job by Moss coming in and making a play in the backfield along with Tommy Long. They go that four wide bunch set. As Robinson, as you said, comes in the backfield, and uh, they hand it off to him. But Tigers aren't fooled at all. Loss of three yards, Dave. Actually, it was Bailey on the play to put a wide receiver behind Malarkey. Regardless, it's a second down and 13, loss of three on the play. They come out in the same formation as Brandell's the quarterback. 
He's going to look. It's going to be a screen pass caught by Bailey. He's going to weave his way and be blown up at the 45-yard line. Gain of two, third down and 11 coming up. That's Carmen Christiana. Kid's a football player, Dave. Comes in, makes <laughs> yes, a great is. play there behind the line of scrimmage. He just knows where to be on the play. That's just preparation getting ready for the Friday Night Lights. 9.45 in the second quarter. Third down 11 from their own 45-yard line. Once again, four wide receivers, this time to the near side. Brandell, the quarterback. Bailey goes in motion in front of him this time. High snap. Kelly gets mugged in the backfield. I don't know how that's a, not a flag. And it's going to be caught by number five in Condi. But, Eric, he got clearly mugged in the backfield. They grabbed his jersey. Yeah, they missed it there. They missed that one there. That should have been a that's big br- play for the Tigers defense. I don't know how do you miss that. That's brutal. That's that's really bad. So now Pioneers are at their 41 of Marble Newtown on the play. As a former D lineman, that's, that's, uh, that, that makes me mad. That, that's, that's clearly. He grabbed his jersey in front of the quarterback and pushed him backwards. I don't know how you missed that call, but they go once again, five wide receivers, four wide receivers to the far side, first down and 10 from the 41. Bailey goes in motion this time behind Brandell. High snap, Brandell's just going to tuck it and run as one Tiger's pushed to the ground. Brandell levels another Tiger, and he is going to rumble his way down. It's going to be a fresh set downs, it looks like. Kyle Tone doing a great job of rushing off the edge. This time, Brandell does a good job of countering that. It creates a lane as Tobin runs off field, and he takes advantage of it. Picks up nine yards on first down. So second down and inches from the 32-yard line. Eight minutes to go as Conestoke is driving. Malarkey's checking himself in. So they have two quarterbacks. They have Brandell that's more of an athletic quarterback. Malarkey's got a bigger arm. I guess they said, we're not going to go to the ground game anymore. This time Malarkey's under center. He's just going to do a quarterback sneak, and he will pick it up. He's going to be down at the Tigers' 29-yard line, three yards on the carry. Nice drive being put together here by the pioneers of Conestoga. I would love to see what the time of possession is at this half because they've had the ball the majority of the time. But the real thing that matters is the scoreboard, 14-0 Tigers. The four-minute drive right now for the Pioneers here in the second quarter. Brandell checks himself in now at the quarterback position. Then they're going to move him over as Malarkey makes his way. First down and 10 from the 29. I guess they decide, you know what? Oh, now they check him in. Robinson's back in now. Pistol formation. It's being a fake to him. It's going to be caught by Gathers, and he is going to be hit in the backfield. Cooper Moss in on the play, and they're going to throw a play after the whistle. Could be unnecessary contact, Eric. Yeah, unnecessary roughness there at the end. Unnecessary contact. Something that's plagued the Tigers almost all year. 
So that's going to be a late hit on the Tigers. It's going to be a first automatic first down on the play. They make that call, Steve, but missed the bleeding hold. Yeah, I didn't see anything there. Probably just piling on, which you have to call it. Just from my vantage point, I didn't see anything. But another penalty. I'm sorry, the first penalty of the drive here, and that's going to give up 15 yards after a nice defensive play there. You give an automatic first down and 15 yards right to well, Conestoga as they're driving. First down and 10 from the 17 now. Malarkey in the pistol. Four wide receivers. Robinson in the back. Condi goes in motion. It's going to be jet sweep to the outside. He has good blocking, and he is going to be near the first down marker. Second down and one. It's going to be spotted down at the eight. Eric, our man down there, what, what's going on? You're just able to create running lanes. Yeah, I mean, it, it could be a sign of fatigue. I mean, the offense for Marple Newton hasn't been on the field that much, whereas the defense has, and, and Conestoga's just eating the clock right now. I mean, that could be a fatigue for them. Third, second down and three from the ten. It's going to go to Robinson off the far side. He's chopping his feet, and he has the first down. Conestoga, good job. Off-tackle run there by Robinson. Going to create first down and goal for the Pioneers. And they're sniffing the end zone here. Haven't been in it all year long. Only three points in three games. So these guys, as we said earlier in the game, they're hungry. They want this bad. And as Eric said, Marble Newtown, fatigue is setting in. It's a nice, cool night out, but they've been on the field a long time in this first half. This is a six-minute drive right now. First and goal from the six-yard line for Conestoga. Referee puts his hand up. This has been a very long discussion. They're going to throw And it. that's going to call it. They're going to call it delay of game. It seemed that the Pioneers weren't really paying attention to the back judge. Yeah, when you see that five, that hand go up, five saying you better run to the line and call it on first sound. But that's their second delay of game penalty again. New coach, some things you got to work out, and that's going to set them back outside the 10-yard line. It's still first down and goal. First down and goal from now the 11-yard line after the delay of game. Malarkey comes out, split backs. He's going to look to his right, and he's going to throw a fade. And it was intended for Gathers. In on the coverage was Mathis. Looks like Marple's made some adjustments, at least for this week, putting Cameron Mathis on the big receiver, Gathers. Love the game plan there by Coach Harry Gicking and the defensive staff there. But just trying to throw the fade route there. Malarkey couldn't connect. The ball's overthrown. Overgathers had bring up second down and goal, Dave. Second down and goal from the 11, 5.23 here in the second quarter. Malarkey in the eye. Gathers one-on-one once again, and this time it's going to be deflected at the line of scrimmage. Good job by the big guys to get their hands up. Yeah, it looked like it was Kyle Toe, maybe Dash Dolgarian. Outside backer position, nonetheless... Great job. You can't get to the quarterback. You're taught. Put your hands up. Marble does a good job there. Third down and goal. Interesting what Conestoga will do here if they're stopped here. 
you know, try to get points on the board with a field goal. Or Imagine they try to get yards to get closer to the end zone to make up fourth down and manageable to try and find. I don't think they kick the three, Steve. I think they go go for the end zone. Try and punch it in as it's third down and goal. Malarkey in the eye. He's got one-on-one once again with Gathers if he wants it. He's looking that way. It's going to be a screen pass incomplete intended for number 26, Milton Robinson. They had it set up if they wanted to. Just couldn't execute. Malarkey throws it into the ground. Good pressure there by the Tiger defense. And They're going for it. The kicker doesn't appear to be on the field. Brandell checks in. They're still talking about it. They must be fired up along the sidelines, Eric. It's homecoming. Fourth down and goal. I'm yeah, going to call I mean, timeout here. Yeah, it looks like the kicker's warming up on the sidelines for Conestoga. Yeah, Steve's right. They're about to call a timeout. Going to talk about this one right now. Probably maybe want to get points. Conestoga burns their second timeout. We're going to step aside. Marple Newtown on top, 14 to nothing here with 514 remaining in the second quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Bryn Mawr Glass has been proudly serving the surrounding communities for over 75 years. We specialize in custom showers and tub enclosures. We also do mirrors, tabletops, fogged or cracked window repairs, even storms and screens. Our knowledgeable staff can provide the most up-to-date information in shower door hardware and designs. So come visit us at our newly remodeled showroom at 729 Westchester Pike in Havertown, Pennsylvania. And go Tigers! This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Welcome back. It appears they're going for it, Steve. Well, once again, no touchdowns this season. If you can get this close, all right. why not? Brandell, the quarterback, fourth down and goal from the eleven. Brandell's going to fake the screen, and he is going to run it himself, and he is going to be stuffed at about the 10-yard line. Turnover on downs. Marple Newtown's defense bends but doesn't break. Not sure Not sure what they were trying to do there, as uh, Larry rudely interrupted me with the Tiger head. I'm just kidding, <laughs> Larry. But, uh, yeah, they had, they had that stack formation. He had four wide receivers on the far side. And it looked like they wanted to throw. I'm not sure what happened there. Um, well, good job by Marple Newtown. As you said, bend, don't break defense. Let's see if the offense can do something with 5.04 to go in the first half. 5.04, Marple Newtown takes over on the nine-yard line for Paoletti. Four wide receivers. Weathers goes in motion. It's going to go that way. It's going to be dropped by Weathers. They're going to call it incomplete as the pass went forward. So we've seen that a couple times this season, just not on the same page. Yeah, if he had some uh, blockers in front of him, could have got a few yards there close to a first down, but nonetheless, it's an incomplete pass. Bring up second down and 10 for the Tigers. Ball is still on the nine-yard line after the incompletion. Pale Luddy does have a pair of touchdowns here as Marple Newtown leads 14 to nothing. They will get the ball to begin the second half. It's going to be a handoff to Fallows off the far side, but he's only able to weave his way for about a three-yard gain. Fallows gets 
the ball inside. They're still moving the sticks up, so I believe he's marked down at about the 14. Yeah, a couple yard gain there for Jack Fallows, the ghost. So they did give him three on the carry. Third down and seven here for Paletti and the Tigers. Four wide receivers, Mathis and Dolgarian on the near side. Christiana comes to join them. Pele rolls, rolls, rolls. He's looking down, and he completes it to Dash Dolgarian, who steps out of bounds, but he had daylight if he was able to tiptoe it. Ball is going to be spotted down at the 25, gain of 13 on the play. Little flood routes there by Marple Newtown receivers, and Paoletti on the run throws a strike for a first down to Dash Dolgarian. Been favorite targets today thus far. They give him additional yards. It's going to be spot on 26. First down and 10 after the 14-yard gain to Dolgarian. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers off the far side. Big collision as Weathers is able to power his way down to the 33 now. They're moving him back. So it's going to be 7 yards on the play as Weathers' helmet fell off. So he's going to have to check himself out. Let's put back look again. This a counterplay this time to Marlon Weathers. They've done it a few times tonight. Two counters to Weathers, one to Fallows. And it's gonna pick up some yardage. Second down and two for the Tigers offense. Checking into the game for the Tigers is Luke Cantwell. Second down and two from the thirty-four. Cantwell goes in motion to make trips to the far side. It's gonna be a handoff to Fallows, who's gonna be hit in the backfield. Good job by the Pioneer front. No gain on the play. They were waiting for him there. Now they're going to move it forward. They're going to give him a yard. So it's going to be third down and one from the 34-yard line. It's a long one there. Let's think, Steve. you got a 6'2 quarterback that weighs 205, but they check out and they're going to go empty, it appears, because they just brought in four wide receivers. Maybe a QB draw. Spread out the defense. We saw that last week. There was four wide receivers, and Paoletti was able to run up the gut. This time, they have Fallows as the back. Third down and two from the 34. Man goes in motion. It's going to go to Carmen Kirschian, who catches it, makes one man miss, and is able to gain and find the first down marker. Down at the 38. Give him four. Love the play call there. Little swing out. To Carmen Christian, the open field, and you only need one yard. All he has to do is make one man miss. He made two miss. He picks up the first down. They're right back on the ball. Go no huddle. First down and 10 from the 39. Paoletti gets a snap, and this time it's going to go to Weathers. He has some room. He's going to make one man miss, and he is going to lower his shoulder. Ball is going to be spotted down at the 47. Good job by the sophomore. Impressive run there. This time, Marlon Weathers takes it, split back formation. He rumbles forward for a nine-yard pickup. Tigers putting together their own nice little drive here. Second down and one from the 48-222 here in the second quarter. Paletti, two backs on his hips. He's got Weathers and Fowler to his right. Paoletti's going to drop back the pass. He's got good protection intended for Carmen Christiana down at the 20. He had him. It just had too much air on it. Yeah, number 51 of Connorsville, Matt Dempsey, the junior defensive lineman. 
comes in and gives great pressure on Paoletti. I think he made him force it a little bit, and that ball just sails over Christiana's head. Incomplete pass at 2.03 in the second quarter. Third down and one from the own 48-yard line. Paoletti had two touchdowns in the first quarter. He could have had a third one there. Third down and inches. Paoletti now goes under center. It's going to be a handoff to Marlon Weathers on the near side. He's going to bounce it to the outside, and he is going to be able to find his way down to the 34-yard line. Good job by him. It's their heavy formation there. Everyone thought it was a quarterback sneak. Hands it off right behind the big offensive lineman. Designed to go inside, but Weathers did a great job of bouncing outside. Picking up a lot of yards there. Crosses midfield for a Tiger first down. 14 yards on the carry. There's a timeout on the field as there's a minute 47 to go in the second quarter. This drive of the Tigers began with 5.04. We're now looking at 147, and it was on the nine-yard line. So you've seen a combination of the pass and run on this drive. Yeah, doing a great job being balanced on this drive, trying to put points on. Eric, Marple Newtown's done a good job up front protecting Paoletti. Yeah, offensive line's been good without Luke. Um, a lot of guys stepping in uh, in, in his absence tonight. And, you know, this is great to get some time of possession here because Conestoga was dominated now for the first quarter and some of the second quarter. So it's nice to get the defense rested right now while uh, Marple Newtown goes to work and hopefully uh, finishes off this second quarter with a score. Remember that Marple Newtown will get the ball to begin the second half. As Civerdelli is warming up just in case of a field goal. First down and 10 from the 34. It's going to go right back to Weathers up the gut. And he is going to be stacked up by three Pioneer defenders. Ball's going to be spotted down at the 31. Gain of three for the sophomore. Marble Newtown using some clock. They're trying to get down. Try to put some points on the board with little to no time left. As they will also get the ball. They have the option to receive in the second half. Second down and seven. Paoletti shotgun. Weathers goes in motion. It's going to be a handoff to Fallows up the gut. He is going to be met once again by a group of Pioneer defenders. They're going to spot him down at about the 28-yard line. That's going to be four yards on the pickup. Third down and four to keep this drive alive. They're going no huddle. Now it's under a minute on the clock. Paletti in the shotgun. Weathers goes in motion. He's going to fake it that way, and he's just going to run it himself, and he's going to be able to get the corner, lower his shoulder, and fight for the first down. That will stop the clock. Good job by him to keep it himself. Big Tony, the freight train. Fake the swing pass. Tries to go up the middle, but has to bounce it outside, lowers his shoulder. What a run by the quarterback. Marple Newtown's going to take a timeout. We're going to step aside as Marple Newtown's knocking on the door, up 14 to nothing with 40 seconds remaining. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. The Marple Newtown Football Alumni Association is a nonprofit organization that provides support and assistance to the Marple Newtown 
high school football program. This is accomplished by raising and directly providing funds to the high school football program. In addition, the Alumni Association is to provide an organization through which its members can preserve the legacy of Marble Newtown football and coordinate their efforts to keep connected with the people who embodied the spirit of Tiger football. If you're interested in getting involved, please visit MarbleNewtownFootball.com and click on the Alumni tab. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Paoletti rumbles his way down to the 17, first down and 10 for the Tigers, 40 seconds remaining. They do have one timeout to go before the half. Clean snap for Paoletti. He's looking for the end zone. He's going to go that way. It's going to be caught by Cameron Mathis in the corner of the end zone. 17-yard strike. His third touchdown pass of the night. Paoletti steps back. Great time. Throws a nice rainbow drop right to his favorite target, Cameron Mathis. Great job from captain to captain as they extend this lead 20 to nothing pending the film an extra point. Thirty-three seconds as Philman's kick is up, and the kick is good. Marple Newtown now leads twenty-one to nothing here in the second quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. The Philly Pretzel Factory is home of the real Philadelphia pretzel. Whether it's for a sporting event, a party, or a quick snack, you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver an authentic, high-quality, and great-tasting pretzel at a great value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Brimar, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Four-minute, 30 drive. Ends with a Cameron Mathis second touchdown of the season. That's Paoletti's third passing touchdown of the game. That puts him at six for the season. He has seven on the ground. Thirteen touchdowns through three and a half games. As Civerdelli's in to boot this one away. It's a high kick. It's going to be returnable for Condi. He's going to be from the five. He's going to go to the far side. He's going to bounce it back. Wait, one man missed, and he is going to lunge forward. He is going to be down at the 33-yard line. 27 seconds remaining before the half. You have to think the Pioneers want to try and get something throw down the field. They don't get the ball. Yeah, you got a quarterback, Malark, with an arm. You got Gathers, Condi. You got some good weapons on the outside. I mean, they're not... The best field position here with only 27 seconds to go. But remember, you're down 21 nothing. You have to kick off to start the second half. First down and 10 from the 33. They do it one time. That was Malarkey's under center in the eye. It's going to be a trip. It's going to be a handoff to number 15, who's going to be blown up. That's Amani Christopher. They take a timeout. Ball is going to be spotted at the 36. Gain of three on the play. They stop the clock because one of the Tigers' defenders' helmet pops off. So. This is the fourth game of the season. We continue to see that. <laughs> not sure what the issue is, but. It happens to almost all these players. I don't understand. You buckle up the chin strap, you should be fine. Who knows? Connoisseurs are going to let this one run out, though. They're going to be content 
And that will do it. Marple Newtown up 21 to nothing here in Crozier Keystone Stadium against the Conestoga Pioneers. We're going to be stepping aside. It is now halftime. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast, in full or in part, is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. Hey, the Tigers look pretty good. Pain heels. Chicks dig scars. Glory. Last forever. That's it. That's it. I want you to think about all those mean people. They're going to be your tackling fuel. Tackling fuel. We're going to use them to play football. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. John! What? Red 7! I don't know what Red 7 means. Hot route! I don't. What is hot route? Will you just go stand on the other side, please? You all know what you have to do. Remember, no one, and I mean... No one comes into our house and pushes us around. You're listening to Mark Newtown High School Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Now back to call the second half of tonight's game. Here is Dave DePasqua, Steve Reynolds, Eric DePantima, and Jim Alsman. Welcome to halftime here in Crozier Keystone Stadium. Marple Newton has commanding 21 to nothing lead as there's about three minutes to go and another three minutes to warm up. Marble Newtown jumped on the Pioneers early. Second play from scrimmage. Paoletti was able to find a streaking Dolgarian for a 43-yard connection. They followed that up starting at midfield after broken up by Carmen Christiana. Good job by him to make the play and then was able to set up a Paoletti 50-yard strike. That gave the Tigers a 14-0 lead. And then lastly, Paoletti dropped a dime in the corner. With about 30 seconds remaining, the Cameron Mathis, who was just out in homecoming court. He didn't win, but all smiles over there as the Tigers now 21 to nothing. Larry, what have you seen so far? Yeah, Dave, as you noted, uh, kick him a much better start offensively for the Tigers. Three plays, two touchdowns, and then capping it off at the end of the half with a uh, touchdown pass to Cameron Mathis. Can't ask for much more from the offense. Anthony Paoletti is playing outstanding. And on the defensive side of the ball, I mean, haven't Conestoga's had a couple long drives, one inside the 10-yard line, but they haven't been able to push it 
mm-hmm. across the goal line. So it's bend but don't break defense right now for Marble Newtown, and it's working out perfectly. Paoletti now has six passing touchdowns on the year to go along with seven rushing. That's 13 touchdowns through three and a half games for the junior. Now scores from around the league. Springfield 17, Radner 0 at the half. Haverford 14, Pancrest 0. Ridley 21-10 over Strathaven. They're looking to eye up 4-0. Upper Darby. Big win. Well, it's not a win yet, but it's 34-0 over Herodin at the half. In another action, Archbishop Wood, 7. St. Joe's Prep, 6 at the end of the first quarter. So those are your scores from around the league. Eric, along the sidelines, you can see all the excitement. you got the cheerleaders. you got homecoming court. What have you seen down there? You know, I'm just looking around and just realizing what a great community Marple Newtown is. This community is so family-oriented. It's such a beautiful neighborhood, you know. Me coming from northeast Philadelphia, I love my city. I do. I really do. But it's nothing like this in Philadelphia with the way they do their football and their homecoming and Marple Newtown Junior Tigers and all all this stuff. This is just a great atmosphere. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of happy homecoming came early this year because it's, you know, it's a really fun night, and we, we got such a beautiful night weather-wise. Beautiful all, right, all the way around. you got homecoming court, Friday night lights, Marple Newtown's on top. Couldn't ask for a better night. As it is halftime, Marple Newtown has a 21 to nothing lead. We're going to step aside for a few minutes as the players continue to come down onto the field. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. If you suffer from back or neck pain, injury or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over 15 years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current techniques to help manage your pain. To address your back and neck-related pain or injuries, call the Advanced Chiropractic Center today at 610-356-2300 or visit drtomgraziano.com and tell them the Tigers Radio Network sent you. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers, Coach Gicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610 610- Three five nine eight four five four. Welcome back as Marple Newtown still hasn't taken the field, but Conestoga's on the field warming up. There's three minutes to go on the clock before the second half begins. But first, Marple Newtown's been clicking on all cylinders all season. They're they're clawing their way to four and up. They have another another half to play. But their defense has been their strong suit. You got a strong defense to go with Paoletti's. He's pretty much balling just all the way around. He's finding the end zone every single way possible. But you got to see how this defense, that's my key to the second half, is able to keep the Pioneers out of the end zone. Because you saw, they run the I formation, scratched that, threw that out, and then they went empty backfield, five wide receivers, I mean four wide receivers to stack 
in the second quarter, Larry. Yeah, as you noted earlier in the broadcast, uh, this is a Conestoga team that has not scored a touchdown in the first three and a half games of the season. So obviously they're trying to mix it up, mm-hmm. trying to see what works. They kind of abandoned the run game there at the end of the second half. I think you're going to see a lot more passing out of them going deep to uh, their big wide receiver. And Marvel Newtown's just got to keep doing what they're doing. They're putting together a winning formula with great defense and great offense. Can't ask for much more than that. You saw that in the second quarter, Larry, as Brandell was now the quarterback. They pulled Malarkey. He's a heavier set guy. He's a six foot five. I'm going to throw it down the field. Whereas Brandell's more an athletic quarterback that can probably take off. But Marple Newtown was able to, to stack him up before the goal line. That's how the, their fourth and goal goal line stand transpired. Yeah, maybe when you're putting in the more athletic quarterback and try to get the defense to react to the quarterback, the quarterback's going to keep the ball. Try to take one more guy. Try, try to create one more guy that's being occupied on the defense. But Marple Newtown stayed tough, kept with their assignments, and just kept grinding in the, in the second quarter there. And uh, they were ready for it. So great crowd here is homecoming, Grosier Keystone Stadium. Early homecoming, but a beautiful night to have it. Eric, what is your key for the second half for the Tigers and the Pioneers? You know, my biggest key for the, for the Tigers is just to keep doing what they're doing, to be honest, kind of like Larry said. Um, you know, but, but then again, I like to see the run game get more involved for the uh, Tigers, kind of use some clock, soak up the time of possession, let this mm-hmm. game go, um, you know. I like I like Paoletti's arm, and he's having a great first half. But you know, let's get Jack involved. Let's get Marlin back involved, and let's do it with the with the run, and let's sustain some drives. Uh, for Conestoga, you know, to be honest, for a team that hasn't scored a touchdown, I think they're they're playing all right. You know, they put together some good drives. They're running the ball. Uh, Malarkey's got a strong arm, some good play calling. They just haven't found pay dirt yet. So for Conestoga, you know, try to use the clock, but you got to work quick though. Conestoga's got to work quicker. They weren't coming up to the line of scrimmage too quick. Um, you know, they, they cost them with a couple penalties. So they got to work efficiently, try to get themselves back in the game with Malarkey's big arm. I could agree with you, Eric, to a certain extent because Conestoga, I feel, is stacking that box and they're forcing those wide receivers to get open down the field. They want Paoletti to throw it. I'm against that. I want to say I would rather have more in protection. But we'll see how the second half goes. I think the key to this second half is keeping Paoletti upright in addition to a strong defensive effort to try and attack. Because you know the Pioneers are now going to come out empty backfield and try and put up points. They're going to try and try everything, basically. The kitchen sink's going to be thrown at them. So you're going to see a whole bunch of eye formation, shotgun. They're going to try everything. But we'll see how the second half unfolds. We're going to step aside here. There's about a minute 40 to go until the second half begins. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. If you love Philadelphia sports and good food, then there's no better place to catch a game than Barnaby's of America in Havertown. Located off the Broomall Havertown exit of the Blue Route, Barnaby's is the place to be for the big game. You can enjoy dinner in their dining room or grab appetizers on the enclosed deck or even head downstairs for a night of dancing and arcade games. You can even book your next event at Barnaby's of America in Havertown and take advantage of their party specials. So for sports, food, and a great experience, stop by Barnaby's of America in Havertown today. 
For 30 years, Gillen & Associates, located in Media, Pennsylvania, has provided clients in Delaware County and the Philadelphia area with a wide range of legal services. So if you're in need of legal assistance, Dave DePasqua at Gillen & Associates is at your service. Dave is a Newtown Square resident and can serve your legal needs with concentrations in estate administration, estate planning, and civil litigation. To schedule a free consultation, call 610-565-2211. That's 610-565-2211. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Welcome back as Marble Newtown will begin the second half with the ball. In the boot this one away for the Pioneers is number 99. Excuse me, it is number 30. That is Sam Williams. Different kicker this time for Conestoga. Back to return for the Tigers is Christiana. And it's going to bounce at the 20. It's going to die at the 11-yard line. That's where Christiana is going to take it. He's going to spin off one Pioneer and be down at the 22. Marlboro Newtown takes over. 21-0 lead. See what Coach Gicking decides to do. With a nice, comfortable lead here as Paletti marches out onto the field. First and 10 for Paoletti and the rest of Marlboro Newtown. Drive will begin at 11.52. First down and 10. First play of the second half. Four wide receivers in the pistol while Fallis is behind him. Weathers goes in motion. It's going to be a swing pass to Weathers. He makes one man miss and he's going to be dragged down. He is going to be down at about the 27-yard line. Give him five on the pitch and catch. A little swing pass. Backward pass there to Marlon Weathers. Gets him in the open field. Makes one defender miss. You said day five-yard gain to open up the second half for the Tigers. Five yards on the pickup, second down and five from 27. Pelletti comes out, four wide receivers once again. In the slot is Weathers. They make him in motion to go to the far side. It's going to go to Fallows on the near side. He's able to make one man miss, and he's now able to launch himself into a defender down at the 44 that's going to be a 17-yard game. Great run there by Jack Fellows, the ghost. Best run of the season. Little fake jet motion with Marlon Weathers. Handed off in the pistol formation to Fellows. He goes off tackle to the left side and picks up a first down for the Tigers. First down and 10 from the 44. Three wide receivers, two backs for Paoletti. Weathers goes in motion. It's going to go right back to Fallows. This time up the gut. He drags a Conestoga defender past midfield down at the 48. That's 230 pounds he drags. He starts churning those legs. Great run there by Jack Fallows. There's a player down on the field. We're going to step aside here at the 1036 mark in the third quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network. Some people say... It's hard to find good help today. When you have fire, water, or wind damage to your house, help is as easy as a phone call to home and business adjustment, where you can find good help. 
you'll rarely hear the words, it's not covered, or we can't pay for that. At Home and Business Adjustment, we get you good money for good loss. When bad things happen to a building that you own, call 610-356-1344. And remember, if you have a fire, I'm the guy to hire. At Home and Business Adjustment, 610-356-1344. Searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. Privately owned, DZO offers residential and commercial services in heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has proudly served the Delaware County and Tri-State area, offering customers great service at fair rates. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or online at www. DZOMechanical.com Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has you covered. Located at Paxson Hollow Country Club in Broomall, Anthony's at Paxson offers a great menu in a family-friendly environment with beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club from their patio deck. For reservations, call Anthony's at Paxson today at 610-353-0220, extension 3 or visit www.anthonysatpaxson.com. Bryn Mawr Glass has been proudly serving the surrounding communities for over 75 years. We specialize in custom showers and tub enclosures. We also do mirrors, tabletops, fogged or cracked window repairs, even storms and screens. Our knowledgeable staff can provide the most up-to-date information in shower door hardware and designs. So come visit us at our newly remodeled showroom at 729 Westchester Pike in Havertown, Pennsylvania. And go Tigers! Players able to walk off under his own power. So Pathalos' carry goes for eight. Second down and two from the 48. They're going into Conestoga territory. Good to see the player get up, walk off on his own power. Marple Newtown faces the second down and two across midfield. Tigers eyeing up their fourth touchdown of the night, first of the second half. Three wide receivers for Paoletti. He puts Weathers in motion. Pioneers bring Blitz, and it's too tall intended for Mathis, but he had an open wide receiver as the Tigers offensive line did a good job of picking up the blitz. Yeah, ball just sails on him there. Had his man down the seam route there. The second time we've seen Paoletti overthrow his target tonight. Unlike him, but he'll uh, definitely bounce back from that. It's third down and two for the Tigers now. In the third quarter, 10-15 on the clock. Paoletti comes out shotgun, two backs on his hips. That's Weathers and Fallos. Pioneers looking to apply pressure. Clean snaps. Keeper by Paoletti. Lowers his shoulder into a defensive lineman, but he did not get it. They will give him nearly a yard. If anything, it's going to be fourth down. Paoletti just lowered his shoulder into a defensive lineman. That's a quarterback? (laughs) Looks like a fullback there. I mean, he hit him hard, but credit to the defensive lineman there. Couldn't see who made the tackle, but he stood up Paoletti. For no gain, and Coach Regan's going to keep his offense on the field for fourth down and two. No gain on the play. Fourth down and two from the from the Pioneer 48. Pistol formation for Paoletti. He puts Carmen Christiana in motion to make a trips on the far side. He's going to roll that way. 
He's going to plant his feet, and he is just going to launch it. Intended for Dash Dolgarian, who catches it at the 15-yard line. He's going to spin out of one defender and be down in the red zone. What a catch, and what a throw. What a throw on the run. It was like a back shoulder throw you see on Sundays. I mean, that was good coverage there by the defender. As Dash Dolgarian turns toward the sideline and makes a great catch there. First down and goal for the Tigers. Great fourth down conversion by them. 40-yard connection. Pale Lady to Dolgarian. You've heard that a couple times tonight. Dolgarian's going to be in the books this upcoming week for Delco in terms of receiving. He has two touchdowns. He's trying to find a third. First down and goal from the eight. Pale Lady hands it off to Fallows. Up the gut. And he is able to bounce his way into the end zone. Touchdown, Fallows. There he goes into the end zone. Great run there by Jack Fellows that goes. Goes behind his big offensive line. Finds a seam into the end zone. Marple Newtown extends their lead, Dave. 27-0 pending the Raleigh Philman extra point. Fellows, eight-yard touchdown for the Tigers. Carmen Christianit going to hold the ball. That's first rushing touchdown of the night. Filman in the kick, the extra point. Clean snap kick is up, and the kick is good. Marble Newtown adds to the lead. 28 to nothing here in the third quarter. 9-12 remaining. You are listening to Marble Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. The Marble Newtown Football Alumni Association is a nonprofit organization that provides support and assistance to the Marble Newtown High School football program. This is accomplished by raising and directly providing funds to the high school football program. In addition, the Alumni Association is to provide an organization through which its members can preserve the legacy of Marble Newtown football and coordinate their efforts to keep connected with the people who embodied the spirit of Tiger football. If you're interested in getting involved, please visit MarbleNewtownFootball.com and Click on the alumni tab. Let's continue to build this great legacy of Marple Newtown football. Go Tigers. Eric, you want to see more Fallows? You got it. Oh, man, the ghost, man. I just like saying the ghost. No, I, I really, I'm really happy for Jack every time he touches the ball. Um, you know, a heartfelt season from last year with the late Jack Joe Fallows passing. It's just it's so inspiring seeing the guy carry the ball with such force. Split kick by Cipardelli. It's going to be returned by Gathers at the 10-yard line. Kelly, once again on special teams, makes the play. Pioneers will begin this drive with 9.05 here in the third quarter. Great tackle there by Tobin. Comes down the field and makes a nice hit and wraps up the defender there. Dante Gathers. Excuse me, Kelly. Meant to say Tobin. First down and 10. From the 20-yard line, Malarkey in at quarterback. Four wide receivers. Robinson is going to take the handoff, and Marple Newtown is not fooled. Throwing him to the ground is number 68, Mike Miller. Second time Miller's been in the backfield like that. For a tackle for a loss. Rips down the defender with ease. That's a big loss there. A four-yard loss for the Pioneers. Second down and 14. Ball was pushed back to the 16. Second down and 14 for the Pioneers. Malarkey 
in the pistol. Trips formation to the far side. 14 yards to go. High snap. Intended. Intended for number 15 of the Pioneers. Incomplete. Amani Christopher. There's a flag down as they're going to give Tobin unnecessary roughness most likely. It's going to be a roughing the passer call, so that's going to give him a fresh set of downs. Yeah, it must have drove him into the ground because he hit him as he was throwing the ball, but I guess that drive into the ground caused the flag there, protecting the quarterback. Now, see, my question is, do the refs take into account the score in that certain situation? At, at times they do. Um, as they're going to put the ball now at the 31-yard line after the penalty. Fresh set of downs for Malarkey and the Pioneers. Eight nineteen to go in the third quarter. Tigers on top, twenty-eight to nothing. Miller thought the ball was snapped, and that's going to be encroachment. Eric, I guess he just wasn't paying attention to the ball. Yeah, it looked like Miller almost ran to the end zone there. He would jump so far <laughs> off sides. But, yeah, that's all Mike Miller, 68, five yards. That's going to be a free five yards. And he, he knew he did it. Because in high school, once you cross that ball, there's no getting back like in college and NFL. As soon as you cross that neutral zone infraction, that's going to draw a flag. So free five yards, puts the ball on the 36, first down and five. You might as well keep going once you cross it. <laughs> this isn't Madden. <laughs> can't turn the rules off. Malarkey in the pistol. Trip formation to the far side. He's going to look to go that way. Intended for gathers. It was, looked like a swing pass gone wrong. Yeah, that was a forward pass, so good call by the side judge there. Incomplete. Second down and five. Marble Newtown done a good job this season protecting the edge. They've been able to get that edge. Tobin has given this defense a new a new lift. Yeah, I knew the offense was going to be very good this year. The defense has impressed me the most. Again, losing a lot of defenders, a lot of key guys, Turner. DiCamillo. Uh, yeah, Trainer, McKee, a lot of guys. I mean, and these young guys have really filled in for them nicely. Brandell in under center, second down and five. Ref throws a flag. Eric. Somebody jumped on the line of scrimmage. It, it, it might be five on the Tigers again. Yeah. And it is. 57. That 57 of the Tigers. That's the linebacker, A.J. Kotrakotz. Yeah. yeah, they called him off. It didn't look like he went off, but it, there was movement. There was definitely movement. He went to blitz. His, his head just crossed it. Malarkett did a good job with the hard count tonight. So another five yards. Puts the ball on the 41. First down and 10. Penalties continue to plague the Tigers. That's one aspect. That is something they have to prove upon this season. Yeah, I mean, they were proved with turnovers as the games have gone on. Mm-hmm. And after game one, really, that's the biggest concern now. They've secured that nicely. They've done a great job on special teams where they were struggling the first two games. And now just these penalties you got to clean up because you're just hurting yourself. Brandell runs up under center. And it's going to be a delay of game. That's why he was. And now they're going to push the ball back. First down and 15. Another delay. That's the third one of the game. Now, how can they speed that up? Is that just the coach communication to the quarterback, Steve? Yeah, again, it's, you know, a new offense. Even though it looks, I mean, 
Conestoga is always going with the I formation. Doesn't look like too much new of an offense, but it's a new quarterback this year, so it's just communication. And when you're running two different quarterbacks, it's tough. First down and 15 now after the penalty. Ball's backed up at the 36. It's going to be a boot by Brandell, and he's going to be tackled, initially hit by Luke Cantwell. They're going to give him a yard. Cantwell does a great job. It's a naked boot for Nick Brandell, and Cantwell stays home, sits, and just makes a nice low tackle on Brandell. That's excellent edge defense there by Cantwell. Tack on another yard. Second down and 13 to go for the Pioneers. It seems they have a quarterback competition because Brandell's been in, Malarkey's been in. Seems like I mean Brandell's going to be the guy that's run running the ball, mm-hmm. and Malarkey's the guy with the arm. So, see what works. Try anything. Second down and thirteen from the thirty-eight. Brandell under center. He's looking, looking, looking. He's going to dump it over the middle. It's going to be caught, tackled by Katrakatis. A flag in the backfield once again. It looks like they're going to call roughing the passer. So the reception's caught by number 21. That is Ninnis. Roughing the passer. Another penalty. Coach Gicken cannot be happy with giving them another fresh set of downs. Especially the 15-yard type of penalty. That's the third 15-yard penalty tonight for the Tigers. Puts the ball all the way in Tiger territory. Ball's now on the 41. Seven minutes to go here in the third quarter. Tigers on top. I formation for Brandell. It's going to be a handoff to Robinson off the far side. And he's going to be tripped up, and he's going to gain two yards. Ball's down on the 39. Rankin comes in and makes a tackle there for about a two-yard gain for the Pioneers there. They're trying to get something going again. Scoreless, well, not being able to get in the end zone in the first three and a half games here. Only three points to show for their offense all season long. They have the playmakers. They're just not able to find those players. Second down and eight from the 39. Brandell under center, three wide receivers. He fakes the screen. Tigers looking to hit him. Moss dies for him, and 57 is able to clean it up. Good job by Katsakatsis. Katsakatsis, another small guy, but plays like he's got a big body. The middle linebacker is coming up to make a, makes a nice tackle on Brandell there. It's going to be a loss of one. Third and nine here for the Pioneers. Four down territory. Seems that they're late just getting the play in, Steve. Yeah, it's just getting some communication issues. You see two players running onto the field for the Pioneers. Ball spot on the 40. They come out four wide receivers. And once again, now they're going to call a timeout. Conestoga's going to burn a timeout. They're first at the half. Marple Newtown on top, 28 to nothing. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network. The Philly Pretzel Factory is home of the real Philadelphia pretzel. Whether it's for a sporting event, a party, or a quick snack, 
you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver an authentic, high-quality, and great-tasting pretzel at a great value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Balsam, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Welcome back after the time now. Third down and nine from the 40-yard line for Conestoga as this Marple Newtown defense has blanked them for the first two quarters and a half. Malarkey checks in. He's in the pistol. Gathers on the far side. Bailey's now running that way to make a trip. Tigers bringing four. Malarkey's looking, looking, and he's going to throw it over the middle of the field. Incomplete. The ball bounced. That's going to bring up fourth down and nine off the complete incompletion intended for Bailey. Yeah, Sean Bailey almost makes a great catch. It's behind him. Yeah, it's behind him. Got a good, good coverage there by Marple Newtown. Couldn't see who was in the coverage there, but Malarkey just put the ball only where the receiver could get it. But uh, just a little short. So fourth down and nine here. Coach Weeks will keep his offense on the field. Scores from around the league. Springfield 17, Radner 0 at the end of three. Tigers on top, 28 to nothing, looking for their fourth win of the season. Fourth down and nine. Pioneers are going for it. Five wide receivers for Malarkey. There's a man moving, and that's going to be a false start. So back up Conestoga five yards. That's going to make it fourth down and now 14. Marple, all their defenders were in a two-point stance, showing blitz. Not sure if they were going to send it or not, and that created all confusion for that offensive tackle there who jumped early. Ball pushed back to the 45-yard line as the clock stops due to the penalty. 5-19 here in the third quarter. Great turnout, Steve. Homecoming here from Marvel Newtown. Five wide receivers for Malarkey. Clean snap. Good protection. And now he's going to be sacked by Cooper Moss. Cooper Moss comes in there. Clean and makes a nice tackle or sack in the backfield. Turnover on downs. Marple Newton will take over. Moss's second sack of the season sets up the Tigers in great field position. Ball is going to be spot in Pioneer territory at the 46. 5.09 here where Paoletti will take over. Moss has been a force to be reckoned with so far this season. Three wide receivers for Paoletti. They immediately hand it off to Marlon Weathers, who's going to be bottled up. Ball is going to be spotted down at the 44. Give Weathers two. A little counter there. Pull the guard and tackle. There's more than one of those fouls behind him. Cuts it up inside. But good job by the Pioneer defense. 
Their defense has been tough. Offense has been struggling all year, but the defense has been tough. And you know, your defense can only do so much uh, when the offense isn't really helping them out here. But that's something they will improve on as the season goes on. Second down and eight. Swing past the Marlin Weathers on the outside. But he is going to be stacked up and pushed backwards. Good job by the Pioneers on the edge. Ball is going to be spotted on the 50. Loss of six on the play as he swung it to the outside. Looked like too much dancing by Weathers. Yeah, that was great defense there by the Pioneers. They were all over that swing pass outside. The third down and long, 14 to be exact. Expect Pele to step back here and let it sling. Maybe watch a hammer screen. Some type of screen here. Loss of six on the swing pass. Third and 14. Ball spotted at midfield. Four wide receivers. Chris, that is Cantwell goes in motion. Paley rolls to his left, runs back to his right, and he's just going to heave it to the end zone. Intended for Mathis. Ball is thrown out of bounds, though, but it was at the three, so he basically just threw a 47-yard bomb. Yeah, on the run, being chased by a defender. Weathers does a nice job to try to pick up the free linebacker blitzing. But Pele has to run the opposite side on almost a broken play there and just out of the reach of Cameron Mathis. And for the first time tonight, we'll see Riley Philman punting it away. Fourth down and 14 from midfield, 4.05 on the clock as Philman's in the punt this way for the first time tonight. Ball's dropped by Philman, who's able to recover and bombs it. What a job by him. It's going to take a roll. It's going to be tackled within the five. That is number 11, Bailey. Eric, I believe that's on the three. Yeah, it looks like the referee's moving back. Actually, yeah, about the three-yard line inside the five. Wow, what a boot. What a recovery by Riley to pick up the, the ball he uh, mishandled and then to punt it like that. Wow, what backspin he had on that. 47-yard punt by Philman. He's an asset to have. Yeah, stayed cool back there. Everyone dropping the punt, dropping the ball, and I was able to get it off. Nice spiral. Great coverage down the field by Dash Dolgarian. Pioneers come out. First down and 10 from the three. 352 here in the third quarter. Malarkey under center. It's going to be a pitch to Robinson. Excuse me, that is number five. Christopher Condi, who lines up as the tailback. They give him a yard on the pitch. Cooper Moss in there, and this is dangerous territory for the Pioneers. they got to watch it. Players continue to sub in and out for Conestoga. Second down and nine from the four. It's going to be a handoff to Robinson, who bounces off a Tiger, goes into the secondary, and he is going to be wrapped up, but not before a first down and more. Give him 10 on the carry. Nice job on the cutback. Wide open there. Good job by offensive line. They create that. Newtown, or excuse me, Conestoga picks up a first down and gives himself some breathing room. 
They mark him down at the 18, so it's going to be officially a 14-yard carry. First down and 10 from the 18, 245 here in the third quarter. Marple Newtown on top. Play action for Malarkey. He's going for the home run. And it is going to be intercepted, not nearly intercepted, but Gathers is able to take it away from him and then run it into the end zone for the Pioneers' first score this this year. 82 yards. What a job by him to take it away. The Tiger defender was Kevin Marone. He literally took it out of his hands. Yeah, Marone. Only a sophomore goes up and makes a nice play on the ball. Could easily had the interception there, but you know Dante gathers the veteran there, the senior rips it out of his hands and goes the distance, and that's kind of like his first touchdown of the season. That's a big monkey off their back. Field touchdowns good. Sideline warning against Conestoga. You have to admit they're excited. That's their first score this year, so it's understandable. But he just ran that ball. That was a great job by him. That was all six foot two, able to reach it. All gathers. Yeah, great catch and run there by gathers. Looks like they're setting up for the two point conversion. So instead of kicking the extra point, they're going for two. They trail twenty eight to six. Malarkey under centers, four wide receivers. Robinson the tailback, but gathers in motion. Malarkey's looking for the fade. Incomplete. So Gathers goes 82 yards to get the Pioneers' first touchdown of the year, but they trail here 28-6 in Cruiser Keystone Stadium. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network. If you suffer from back or neck pain, injury or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over 15 years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current techniques to help manage your pain. To address your back and neck-related pain or injuries, call the Advanced Chiropractic Center today at 610-356-2300 or visit drtomgraziano.com and tell them the Tigers Radio Network sent you. In the kick it away for the Pioneers is number 30, Sam Williams. They do have two kickers on the team. Weathers and Christiana to return from Marple Newtown. Low kick. It's going to be returned from the 20 by number 80 of the Tigers, Colin Ferry. He's going to return it down to the 30, appears the 37-yard line. 2.14 here for the Tigers to begin this drive. I expect a heavy dose of running, Steve. Hopefully. We'll see about that. At that end of the third quarter, Haverford 21, Pancrest 0. First down and 10 from the 37. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers, who's going to be immediately hit. By a group of pioneers. Good job by them. No gain on the play. Great job there. Looks like number 61 and number 71 both in on the tackle there. Morning Weathers met immediately at the line of scrimmage. Tigers have to watch here. 
All the momentum right now, even though they're up 28-6, to Conestoga has a lot of momentum here. There's a timeout with the official. Eric, are they talking about the time on the clock? Yes, they're, they're gathering right now to try to figure out what the appropriate time should be. Scores from around the league. Upper Derby, 40. Heritage, 0. That's who Marple Newtown will face next next week. Other scores. Wood, 17. Prep, 12. Springfield, 24. Radner, 0 in the fourth quarter. Second down and 10 from the 37. Christiani goes in motion, makes it trips. He fakes it that way and is going to keep it himself. And he is going to take two Conestoga defenders with him. Ball is going to be spotted down at the 42-yard line. Give him five. Third down and five. We get a design draw there off this fake swing pass. Pele looked like he had the outside there, but he'd rather lower his shoulder and run into a defender. Third down and about six here for the Tigers. Minus one on the carry, so it's third down and six from the 42. Four wide receivers. Christiana goes in motion. And it's going to be a timeout by Marple Newtown. We're going to step aside. Tigers on top, 28-6. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers. Coach Gicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610 610- 359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. Marple Newtown takes a timeout. They're going to come out third down and five from the 42 with a minute 14 to go. Main goes in motion for Paoletti, who's under center. It's going to be a fake to Weathers, who's just going to dump it off to Carmen Christiana, and he has the first down and more into Pioneer territory. Ball is going to be spotted down at the 48-yard line. Great pitch and catch there from Paoletti to Christiana. That picks up a first down and continues to drive here for the Tigers. One minute to go in the third quarter. Paoletti well over 100 yards that was in the first half. He's trying to add to that total. First three games, he has over 200 yards passing. First down and 10 from the 48. It's going to be a handout to Fallows. He makes one man miss. He's still on his feet. Spins down 
to the 37. That's going to be a... They're going to move the stick. That's an 11-yard gain for Fallows. Tigers move the chains again. Fallows having a nice night tonight. One touchdown. Twenty seconds remain in the third quarter, most likely the last play. First down and ten from the thirty-seven. Hand off to Marlon Weathers. He's trying to hit the home runs, hit in the backfield. That should do it for the third, Dave. That's correct, Steve, as Paoletti walks over. That will do it here in the third quarter in Crozier Keystone Stadium. Marple Newtown leads twenty-eight to six as we head to the fourth. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. If you love Philadelphia sports and good food, then there's no better place to catch a game than Barnaby's of America in Havertown. Located off the Broomall Havertown exit of the Blue Route, Barnaby's is the place to be for the big game. You can enjoy dinner in their dining room or grab appetizers on the enclosed deck or even head downstairs for a night of dancing and arcade games. You can even book your next event at Barnaby's of America in Havertown and take advantage of their party specials. So for sports, food, and a great experience, stop by Barnaby's of America in Havertown today. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Eric, Marple Newtown's been clicking on all cylinders tonight. All right, second down and nine from the 36. It's going to be a fake to Fallows. He's going to spot up, and he's going to hit his target in number 16, Cameron Mathis. He's been busy tonight. Mathis, a nice route there. Plants his foot, comes back to the ball, gets good separation from the cornerback, and hauls it in for another Tiger first down, Dave. First down and 10 appears to be within the red zone. So they're going to spot the ball on the 17. First down and 10 for Paoletti. Comes out. Four wide receivers. Weathers alone back. It's going to go that way. He's going to come to the near side trying to get the corner. Huge block by Carmen Christiana as he is tripped up. Ball's going to be spotted around the 10-yard line. It's going to be a gain of seven for the sophomore who loses his helmet once again. So he has to check himself out. You said, Dave, Christiana puts his whole body into a block there. He gives about another two to four yards for Carmen Christ- or for Marlon Weathers to pick up. Levens to go here in the fourth quarter. Second down and three from the ten. Paoletti looking to add. He has three touchdowns in the air tonight. It's going to go to Fallows, but he is going to be knocked down before the first down. Nice tackle there by the Pioneers. Marcus Fortuno, the sophomore defensive tackle. So it's going to make it third down and three from the ten. 
after the run by Fowlers. Pistol formation, four wide receivers. Christianity goes in motion to the far side. Bailey's going to roll that way, and he's going to throw it into the end zone once again and connects with Cameron Mathis. Cameron Mathis with a nice corner out there. He runs excellent routes, and Paoletti hits him right on his break. The back of the end zone for a Tiger touchdown. Tigers extend their lead 34-6. That makes two touchdowns for Mathis and two touchdowns for Dolgarian. Four total passing touchdowns for Anthony Paoletti. In the kick, the extra point is Riley Philman. He's perfect on the air, and he adds to that total. Make it 35-6 to here in the fourth quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network. For 30 years, Gillen & Associates, located in Media, Pennsylvania, has provided clients in Delaware County and the Philadelphia area with a wide range of legal services. So if you're in need of legal assistance, Dave DePasqua at Gillen & Associates is at your service. Dave is a Newtown Square resident and can serve your legal needs with concentrations in estate administration, estate planning, and civil litigation. To schedule a free consultation, call 610-565-2211. That's 610-565-2211. Welcome back. The second touchdown by Mathis, 10 yards out, as Civerdelli is in the Boot this one away. Tigers have a commanding 35-6 lead. Gathers and Condi into returning. It is a high kick. Condi's going to get a running start from about the 8-yard line. He's going to the far side and be tripped up once again by Tobin. He's going to be spotted down at the 22-yard line. Pioneers are sick of seeing number 70. And with another tackle on special teams. So they're going to mark it down at the 27-yard line off the Condi return. First down and 10 at the 10.05 mark here in the fourth quarter as several Tigers switch in and out as they're getting fresh legs. Malarkey in at quarterback as the quarterback carousel continues to go around. He's going to hand off to Robinson up the gut. He's going to bounce it to the outside. He's got running room, and he's going to be tripped up at the 40. Mark him down. That's going to be a gain of 13. He's done a good job tonight. Yeah, he's had a nice night running the ball, putting him out wide, in the eye, in the pistol. He's doing a great job running off tackle tonight as Nick DeCrecchio comes in and makes a tackle, but not before a pioneer first down. Steve, I think they're going to run out of footballs and throw into the crowd this year to keep putting up 35 points and plus. Yeah, this is their uh, third game with at least 35 points. First down and 10 from the 40. Malarkey in the pistol. It's going to be intended for gathers, but too tall for him. Just a little simple screen pass that just went over his head. Incompletion puts it at second down and 10 from the 40. 9.51 here in the fourth quarter. Tigers lead 35-6. to six. As I said, they put up 35 points tonight. 
in the first game against Carroll, in the second game against Pencrest. But only put up 28 last week versus Radner. You haven't seen this Marple Newtown attack. Paoletti can find wide receivers. Malarkey under center this time. Cooper Moss applying the pressure. It's going to be complete to number 15 of the Pioneers, who's going to be thrown down to the ground. Amani Christopher was able to get that screen pass. Lucky enough, a couple of Tigers in on the play. Ball spotted on the 45, gain of five on the screen pass. A.J. AJ Katrakatsis does a great job of sniffing that screen out and bringing down the ball carrier. Malarkey had Moss right in his face as he threw the ball. Eric down on the sidelines. Good atmosphere. <laughs> All the players on the sideline once again. Yeah, I mean, it's nice. You can shuffle in some uh, backup players again for the fourth week in a row. How great is that? How, how valuable is that for experience again? Third down and five from the 45. It's going to be a fake, and then a screen to Condi. No, that's Brandell who's just going to throw it to the down the number two and gathers, and he is going to be down at the one. That was Brandell as a wide receiver. Malarkey throws it to him, who launches it to gather, streaking down the field. I guess they got some trick plays of their own, Steve. Yep, any way to get gathers open, they do it there. Tigers defenders bite on the swing. And they find gathers deep, tackled inside the one-yard line. First down and goal from the one-yard line. Larky under center. It's going to hand off to Robinson, and he's able to find the end zone. Their second touchdown today. It's going to make a 35-12. to 12. Conestoga will keep their offense on the field. Trying to make it a three-score game. Several Tigers here, ready for the two-point conversion as Malarkey comes out, just got the call. Still waiting, but... Malarkey under center. It's going to be a fake to the running back, and it's going to be a throw intended incomplete. That's going to be no good. Marple Newtown here, 35-12 to 12 after a trickery play to get Conestoga's second touchdown of the game. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network. Some people say it's hard to find good help today. When fire, water, or wind damages your building, call Home and Business Adjustment Company, where it's easy to find good help. Get good money for good loss. Home and Business Adjustment Company, 610-356-1344. Good help is a phone call away. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Welcome back, as Conestoga is going to attempt an onside kick. And he's just going to loft it into the air. Fair caught by Marlon Weathers. 
He's going to be spotted down at the 29. 8.29 to go here in the fourth quarter. Marple Newtown takes over. Conestoga with two touchdowns tonight. Dante Gather setting him up with one, scoring on one on his own as they find the end zone for the first time tonight, twice. Marbury's has been so close in each of these games holding a shut, shutout. It's been fourth quarter touchdowns in most of these games that they've... They'll take it. First down and 10 from the 30, though. As Philman goes in motion. He's going to fake it that way, and he is going to launch it down the field, intended for Carmen Christiana. So, incomplete pass, second down and ten. Sounds over Christiana's head. He's running down the seam. Two routes, two nine routes, they call them, which are fly routes, one by Dolgarin on the outside, one by Christiana on the hashes, but incomplete. Second down and ten for the Tigers. Christiana steps out. Bulgarian checks in. Second down and ten from the 30. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers, who's going to weave his way down to the 35. Five yards on the carry. Weathers gets the ball, goes inside, picks up some yardage, bring up third down and five. I believe they're going to be talking about the clock. Eric, is that what they're talking about? Yeah, the clock should have kept running there. It was stopped at 8.22. It should have kept running probably another 10 seconds at least off the clock. All right. They're down in five from the 35. 8.20 to go in the fourth quarter. As they're going to wind it. They're still waiting for the official signal. They're waiting for the clock to continue to run. But scores from around the league. It is final. Upper Derby 40, Herodin 0. Ridley 24, Strathaven 17. Midway through to third. At the half. Preps up 20 over Wood. 20 to 17. Third down and five from the 35. Pele rolls to his right, and he is just going to throw it. Caught by Carmen Christiana at the 49 and be tackled back. Good job by him to move the sticks. Nice catch and run there by Christiana. Good job by Paoletti and the offensive line. Marlboro Newtown continues this drive at midfield or close to midfield at the 49-yard line. First down and 10 from their own 49. Paletti in the pistol. Behind him is Weathers. And that's the way he goes. Off tackle. He's able to move forward and be thrown down at the 45. So another good job by him to find five yards. You'll take that on first down. Six-yard gain for Marlon Weathers out of the shotgun. Players continue the sub in and out. Checking into the game is Luke Cantwell. Is 
Weathers checks out. Second down for Paoletti. It's going to be a handoff to Fallows. He's got the first down and more. Good job to churn his legs to be down at the 36. Nice running tonight by Jack Fallows. Picks up another first down for the Tigers. They're trying to extend this lead tonight. Gain of nine for Fallows. Another score that just went final. Steve Springfield 24, Radner 6. Springfield, a tough, tough team in the Central League. I believe they go to 4-0. Not a team this Tigers will face this year, which is unusual. First down and 10. Paoletti looking for the end zone. Had the time intended for Dolgarian, and there's going to be a late hit or unnecessary roughness against the Pioneers for the hit on Paoletti at the end of the play. The tackle 15 yards to that play. It's going to be a personal foul, roughing the passer. I, I fully expect Paoletti to check out now since that play, and that's what he does. Right, Eric? Yeah, it looks like he's coming off the field, and uh, the uh, backup court, Moyer. Moyer's coming in. Yep, after that hit, <laughs> Coach Gicking wants no parts of Paoletti in that game. So the... So the penalty, first down and 10 from the 21-609 here. Tigers will get their first win against Conestoga for the first time since 2011. Moyer in at quarterback now, first down and 10 from the 21. It's going to be a handoff to number 23 of the Tigers, who's going to plow his way down. That's Tom Tobin. Good job by him. He's going to be down at the 18-yard line. Give him three. For the fourth game, straight game, the Tigers will get their subs in, give their first team a rest. It's a great thing to see, Steve. We see in the first four games, now four games of the season, these backups have been able to get prime, prime reps. Second down and seven from the 18. This time it's going to go 30 up the gut. Luke Jealous. Mark him down at the, the 15, I believe. Yep. Getting some key reps once again. You see the starters on the sideline cheering their, their teammates on. Marple Newtown inching closer to their sixth score of the game. Ball's on the 16th. They're down in five. It's going to be a handoff to 23. He's trying to get the corner, and he does for the first down. Good job by Tobin. Tommy Tobin gets the outside, uses his speed, lowers his shoulder, and picks up a Tiger first down. See where they spot it. Looks like it's going to be first down and goal right at the 10-yard line. First down and 10, so it's going to be first down and goal with 4.50 to go. Shotgun formation for the Tigers. Mathis is going to hand it off to another Tiger. That is number 30 who had to stop his momentum in the backfield and jealous. Had nowhere to go. 
Good job by the defensive Conestoga to string that out. Force it back inside and make a play. Second down and goal after a loss of one on the play. Another score that this went final. Haverford 28, Pancrest 0. Second down and goal from the 11. It's going to be a handoff to number 30 in Tobin. He's trying to bounce to the outside. He's going to make a spin move and then lose a yard. So it's going to be third down and goal from the 12. So they're going to give him an additional yard of loss. So two yards lost on the play. As a whole line change goes in for Marple Newtown. Four players check in. Three thirty. Third down and goal from the thirteen. Marple Newtown on top, thirty-five twelve. Great to have one of our uh, old members in the booth tonight. Bob Herpin. Mathis is gonna throw it to the end zone. Intended for, I believe, number 80, Eric, that almost outstretched his hands. Yeah, it was actually a pretty good throw from the south pole there. Um, but it just, yeah, outstretched him a couple yards too deep. But uh, let's see what they, let's see what they do here. Maybe go for three. Eric, you have to see him play baseball. He is truly one of a kind. He was an All-American. Well, not All-American. All-Delco is a freshman. Wow. Yeah, I gotta get out to the diamond sometime. You know, where's he going? Villanova, right? Well, that's his brother. His brother's a senior this year. He's a he was a freshman last year. He got all Delco. Cameron is now a senior. He'll be going to Villanova next year. So you have both brothers on the squad. Runs in the family, baseball to football. Here we go. And they have another one in seventh grade as well. So they have three boys. Steve, it's all about community. That's right. This Marple Newtown took a timeout. What do you think? Go for three. We'll see here. Maybe I'll keep the young guys in, try to punch it in. We got a 23-point game here. He, if he does decide to kick it, I believe it's a 27-yard field goal. Looks like they're going to put him in, Ciberdelli. I believe he's number 33. That's good. Pra- you know, I, I like this because Ciberdelli's going to come out out of a Joey Keffer hold. It's going to be about a 27-yard field goal. Kick is up, and the kick is good. His first attempt of the year is through the uprights. That puts Marple Newtown on top, 38-12 to with 3.09 remaining. We're going to step aside here. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. Privately owned, DZO offers residential and commercial services in heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has proudly served the Delaware County and Tri-State area, offering customers great service at fair rates. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or online at www.dzomechanical.com. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. 
Marple Newtown's offense has been clicking on all cylinders. Paoletti dished out four touchdown passes tonight. A pair in the first half to Dash Golgarian. He followed that up with two more to Cameron Mathis. Marble Newtown now is 38-12 to with three minutes to go. Severdelli to kick it away. Gets a signal from the head ref. And he bombs this one. It's going to go into the end zone. That's going to be a touchback. He's feeling it after that extra or that field goal. He boots this one into the end zone. Oh, I believe that, Steve. <laughs> His confidence is sky high. It's a great turnout tonight. Homecoming. Beautiful night. Marple Newtown's going to get a W. They're going to be going 4-0 for the second consecutive year. Setting up for a big matchup down in Upper Darby next week. Or is that up? Over. They play Upper Darby. <laughs> what do you think, Larry? It's west. West? No, it's not west. We're west. These college kids don't know anything these days. We're going to keep it here. Pioneers burn a timeout. But overall, it's been a collective effort as they will go on. Upper Darby got their first win of the season tonight, so they're going to be 1-3. and three. Eric, Marble Newtown looks good. What can they improve upon this week in practice to get ready for Upper Darby? You know, what I can definitely take from this game and some other games that they need improvement on is definitely discipline. You know, those unsportsmanlike penalties, those rough-in-the-passer penalties, false start, uh, neutral zone infractions, on the, all those, you know, what I can take from, are the negatives from this game. Other than that, I mean, they, they've been passing the ball well. Defense is pretty solid. Other than that big trick play and that other big catch that uh, Marone should have had, I mean, the defense has been solid. I mean, th- they've been playing really well. But, yeah, just uh, those penalties and that, just discipline, you know, being smart um, with, with that aspect. And that's the only problem is coaching will take it. <laughs> First down and ten for Conestoga. Number 29 now in the play quarterback. The Tigers now have several players out there, and he's going to be able to stay in bounds and be thrown to the ground. Good job by him. Number 29. He's on the roster there, Dave. I can't find out who the quarterback is. <laughs> Nonetheless, he picks up a first down. 240 and counting to go in this ball game. Picking up her Darby. They get their first win tonight against Harrodin, so they'll be 1 and 3 going in the next week's game versus Marple. First down and 10 from the 31. And blowing up the play is number 50 of the Tigers, Blake Turner. Great job by Blake there. Defensive end comes in. Mm-hmm. 6'2", nice, 170 sophomore. Makes a nice play on the quarterback there for a loss. It's going to be a loss of six on the play. Second down and 16. Ball's on the 26. Conestoga comes out. 
Four wide receivers, quarterback in the pistol. Ball is dropped. 26 takes the carry, and Robinson is more of a running back in the shotgun. And there's going to be a flag. It looked like unnecessary roughness against the Pioneers late at the end of that one. Wait the official call by the head referee. Still talking about. Eric, did you see what I was talking about? Yeah, I think you're accurate on that on that call with the unnecessary roughness, which should basically be the story of this game almost with the penalties in mind. Let's see what the head referee signals here. It's going to be a personal foul against yep. the Pioneers for that play. They hit a player after the whistle. Yep, unnecessary roughness after the uh, after the play. Game is out of hand. It's going to be a dead ball foul. It's going to back them up, basically, third down and forever. Ball is going to be spotted down at the 14-yard line. With only a minute 30 to go, everyone's got to keep their head there, Steve. Yep. Try to get out of here with no injuries. Now knock on wood. Third down forever. Robinson's going to heave it over the middle. And it's going to be caught. Number 35 receiving. Good job by him to go up and get it. That's Sean Baskey. Basquet. Yeah, exactly. A minute to go here in the ballgame, Dave. Ball's going to be spotted down at the 47-yard line. That's going to be a 34-yard connection. First down and 10 for Robinson. 45 seconds, 44-43. Man jumps. That's going to be a false start against Conestoga. Back them up five, so it's going to be first down and 15. Sloppy game. Yeah, too many penalties on both sides. As Eric said, Marple Newtown will have to clean it up. And I'm sure they will going into next week at Memorial Field against Upper Darby. Clock continues to run. Most likely last play. Hadn't been in Upper Darby in a couple years. Haven't played him in two years. Mm -hmm. It's been off the schedule. First down and 15 for Robinson. It's going to be a pitch to the outside as 15 is able to make three men miss and then cut it back. And he is off to the races in Marple Newtown territory. Jealous is able to wrap him up. Good job by him. Amani Christopher. 5-10-130. That boy can move. Stoga burns a timeout with just three seconds remaining. Eric, what was your key to the game? What that really stood out to you? You know, Paoletti's arm, you know, from start, from the beginning of the game, that big play to dash, and then again the big play to dash on the ensuing second drive. Um, his arm was just phenomenal tonight. That's really what uh, stuck out to me, and that was important. This Unfortunately, got a little sloppy in the second half with the penalties and, and some other things. But uh, I think the key today was, was Paoletti's arm, like, once again. See, what did you see? 
I've saw the offensive line really protect Paoletti going back to last week where they struggled a little bit in that first half with all those blitzes by Radner, but it seemed like they were really uh, gelling together, and they put together a nice game tonight, blocking for Fallos on his touchdown, and, of course, there's four touchdown tosses by Paoletti. First down and 10 from the 36. They're going to take a knee, and that will do it. Marple Newtown. Goes to 4-0 after a 38-12 victory against Conestoga. Good job by everyone on the team from the coaching staff to the players to get the 4-0. Yep, 4-0. Unblemished record remains for the Tigers. As we said, heading on the road next week to Upper Darby. Final thoughts, uh, Larry? Good all-around game by Marvel Newtown. Uh, once again, a little sloppy in the second half, as Eric said, but they're going to fix that this week. And uh, going back to uh, Upper Darby, Steve, you did pass the test. Upper Darby is not west of us. It is east. I knew that, Larry. <laughs> Thanks. That's a temple education for you, for you, Steve. I mean, there's Westchester people. Uh, I don't know. Next week, the Marple Newtown Tigers will travel to Memorial Stadium to play the Royals of Upper Darby High School on Friday, September 23rd at 7 p.m. Live coverage of that game will be provided by Tigers Radio Network, heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com, starting at 6.30. You can read more about this game, get coverage throughout the entire 2016 season, and listen to an archive of this or any of our broadcasts on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Follow us on Twitter at MNTigers and at MNAthletics. And on Instagram at MNTigers. Color commentator Steve Reynolds. Sideline reporter Eric D. Pentima. Co-executive producer Greg Pecco. Head football coach, Dean of Students, and Athletic Director, Chris Kicking. Game clock operator, Frank Rufo. Spotter in the boot, Josh Starr. Social media tonight, courtesy of voice, Bob Herpin. Legal services provided by Phil Press, Esquire of Norristown, PA. I'm Dave DePasco for the entire broadcast crew. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network, heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of the Tigers Radio Network has been brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory, Advanced Chiropractic Center, Anthony's at Paxson, DZO Mechanical, the Marble Newtown Football Alumni Association, Gillen and Associates Law Firm, Barnaby's of Havertown, Home and Business Adjustment Company, Rinmar Glass, and Zenith Public Adjusters. Be sure to follow us online at MarpleNewtownFootball.com and on Twitter and Instagram at MNTigers. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast, in full or in part, is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. The Marble Newtown Football Boosters Club and the Tigers Radio Network appreciate your listenership. Go Tigers!